This is the old 77 podcast. Thank you for listening to the old 77 podcast. Go Cardinals! The heaviest girl I ever banged stuck her finger in my ass, and I I became Lou Goddamn for real. I picked (laughs) that bitch up. (laughs) I was like biscuit strength bending shit. He hulked out. I I did. I picked that bitch up with one hand and swung her across the damn room. Oh, man. Oh, who are you? Turn it up. Let it blast. Hey, bitches. This is Old 77 Podcast. It's a safe place. In an unsafe world. Warning. Foul language may occur due to the subject matter. Nice beaver. Thank you. I just had it stuffed. Join our Patreon Clubhouse today. Clubhouse members get early access to episodes and exclusive after-hours content at patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast. Yeah, boy. Thanks for listening. This is pathetic. You're pathetic. <laughs> from Dave from the old 77 studios in this Jefferson is, City, Missouri. This is the old 77. Seven. It's a safe place. In. <laughs> Come on, dude. In an unsafe world. <laughs> world. World. You're killing world. me. We are a wizard. A little we sloppy are. tonight. Yeah, that's all right, man. Boys, here we are, episode one nineteen. One nineteen, sir. Hell so yeah! Our good friend Dustin is back with us again tonight. Welcome back, Dustin. Thank you, thank you, thank good you. Good to have you, man. As always, it's good to be here. It's good to be here. And a friend of yours from your other podcasting world is with us tonight. Introduce us to your friend, Dustin. ladies and gentlemen. On the screen now, as you can see, if you look at all four guys here, the one that you would probably want to sleep with the most. Then, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you, Mr. Christian Caputo, representing the Guns and Radio podcast. Hold on, let me take <laughs> Yeah, baby. Oh, is it not working? No, no we're working. There it goes. Oh. Welcome to the show, man. It's good to have you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me, man. It's, it's, no. about, it's about time. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you had this guy on like months ago. Now yeah. you got me, so we got the full... Guns and Radio, uh, X Old 77, kind of like crossover invasion. Yeah, maybe crossing it over, right? Yeah, man. Hell yeah. I think this is only the second time we've ever done this. Really? Yeah, I've done a crossover? With another podcast, yeah. Well, we did Nothing Lasts Forever. Mm -hmm. We did Brando, so this is the third. Yeah, we did that. Yeah. Yeah, it's be the third time we've invaded someone else's podcast. Right on. We come up in somebody else's house. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we roll in like the Make DX tank, you know. Oh yeah, I get that. Yeah. So for folks that oh, yeah. don't know, um, Dustin has a podcast called the Guns and Radio Podcast. If you've been listening to this show, you already know that. Um, and Caputo is Dustin's partner on the show. How did you guys meet? Because I mean, um, we didn't just go down the street and get Caputo. We had to, you know, make a call to Canada. We had to, yeah, we had to call <laughs> yeah. Slack for you know? that one. <laughs> it's- uh, it's a whole like story. I mean, like I know Dustin. I believe we've mentioned it so many times before. Like it was just you threw out like a, a blast, like a message on like a Discord server, it was a GNR uh, Discord server, and I just saw this guy. Oh, who wants to do a Guns Rose podcast? Uh, I was. I think it was. Uh, it was. Was I the only one who actually messaged you? Were, or? You were the first one that messaged me. I think I got other ones, but by the time mm-hmm. another person messaged me, you and I had had what we call episode zero. Uh, yeah, because we had the little uh, thirty minutes on Skype there, so like, yeah, see like what test introduce each other, get that well, chemistry rolling. 
we thought that if 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 it takes off and we do do decide to do the podcast together then if we recorded if we started from like the very first time we ever spoke and we recorded that we'd have that that'd be a cool thing to have documented that kind of would be sure, neat right for the purpose of the podcast and and we recorded it we never really released it much anywhere but, yeah but, but that's cool though that's a cool I mean, little thing that. to have in the vaults yes. oh yeah we we had we had chris and i had chemistry instantly because like you have a lot of people that are good friends that don't make good podcasts yep, yep. uh buddies you know yep. and and uh, we just we had such good chemistry, and other people did message me, and I. But by then, I the, the position had been filled, as far as I was concerned. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't look anymore. Yeah. Well, me and Scotty yeah, were really. talking today. Well, we were talking about you, Dustin. Oh Lord. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and one of the things that I mentioned to Scotty about podcasting is it's just as important to know when to shut the fuck up, yes, as it yeah. is to know when to talk. And I feel like you're good at that. Like you're good at listening. When when it's time to do that, you I don't know. think I did last week. I no, that's that. okay. Last week wasn't the time for that. But like when we had Ethan and Brittany on, and you were learning new things. Oh yeah, you sat the back. Paranormal society and the, and the paranormal people. Yeah. You sat back and took it all in, asked questions when you had them. But but um, yeah, man. So so you guys felt like you had instant chemistry. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like how many episodes deep are you guys now? Oh god, Caputo knows a hundred. We just taped a hundred and eighty. Damn. Yeah. But there's more than that, because if you count ShotCast Saturday, it's more like 300. How often do you... Well, not 300. It's probably close, like, two. I don't know. How many ShotCasts did we do so far? 60, 70? Have we done that many? Jesus, I still think we're at, like, 27. I don't ever get count. We've done so much shit. Do you guys record weekly? Yeah. We haven't missed a week. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we've taped in advance. Yeah. Like we're going to do next week? Kind of like what we're going to do this Friday, right? Uh, Things yeah. are getting crazy at work oh, for me and Scotty. My God! Hell, when COVID hit and we didn't know what the fuck was going to happen, we sat down. We had what was called the lockdown sessions. Yeah, and we sat down, and this was in our first season. We recorded like eight weeks ahead of time. Yeah, just because we didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. And just so did. you have something. In we the bag. we did that too for a good yeah. little while. We had like a month and a half recorded ahead of time. Oh, now, like, whoa, we, <laughs> whoa, we got to stop. If we don't yeah. take this week, there won't be an episode yeah, next that, week. That's, that's where we're at. And that's fine. That's where we're at, too. That's, that's, that's the space to be in because yeah. all of your topics are then at least a, only relevant. a week behind if you're – Right. You got yeah. that buffer. Right. Yeah. Which is a lesson I think we did learn. And, so what's new up in the uh, the great white yonder? Uh, not much. We're all just living, surviving. Uh, How's the COVID rules up there? <laughs> Uh, it's much more lax now. It's pretty much just like there's you no know, no no masks, no worries, none of that shit. Yeah. So yeah, uh, it's it's pretty lax finally. Finally, That's pretty much finally kind of getting back to normal a little. Yeah. Dude, like in America, the CDC yeah. just came out a week ago and finally said like you don't need to social distance anymore. And I'm thinking like, oh, who the, who the fuck <laughs> has been social distancing? Yeah. Like, I thought yeah. been nobody in this state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put your hand down, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm way the fuck over here. What are you guys talking well, that's about? that's true. I guess we're almost socially distanced. That's not six feet, though. You're using different kind of... I'm using man math. That's like 155 feet right <laughs> there. Math. This is acceptable sleeping distance. I don't know if this is acceptable I mean, I would feel distance. borderline comfortable pissing at a urinal looking that way. This is urinal yeah, space. There's I mean, a yeah. good urinal between us. Don't that's, you dare get in fair. between us, Dave. Watch out for the backsplash, boys. <laughs> <laughs> what no, is man. an acceptable distance on the bed to be sleeping next to another man? Oh, another man. Mm. Ooh. Now, that mm. depends. Are you gay? 
No. Okay. <laughs> Not in this scenario, neither, but nobody. Well, that rules out wiener touching, so. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think it kind of, it's the same thing that applies to the microphone. Keep at least a fist distance the, the, away. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> you had to say fist, didn't yeah, you? Right. And put it to your mouth. Yeah, man. Dave, you dirty bird. It's the hang ten. They teach you in radio the hang ten sign. Yeah. Keep the hang ten away from your mouth. I microphone. try to do like yeah. under the lip. Is that an incorrect technique? Oh, yeah. That's that's like rock and roll singer. Yeah. You might as well do the lemmy and have the microphone coming up and hanging down. Coming from the ceiling, yeah. Like, yeah. You're, like you're singing into a giant phallic dong. I like you're, uh... I could go... <laughs> There you go. <laughs> like you're uh, announcing yeah. lineups for championship boxing. <laughs> oh, man. I can do that. I got that. I know how to do that. You got a voice for I've that? I've got experience in that. I've yeah. done that for a living. Well, that's true, right? Yeah. 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 So. Well, you guys coming up have. Sorry, Dave. I'm just taking over. Go ahead, dude. Uh, you guys have got, after this episode airs, you have your season finale. After this episode airs, for everybody listening on the old 77, be sure to head over to the After Hours, because tonight on After Hours, we are taking over the show, Guns and Radio style, and basically, uh, we 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 gonna we gonna haul ass. We gonna run rampant on y'all's show. We just gonna totally deface. The just whole come place. up in yeah. your house. Take. I already yeah. got my shoes off. Please. And everything. He does. Man, he came in in flip flops. Don't clean up the mess. Put my feet up on y'all table and, <laughs> and drinking our sweet tea. Drink drink your off. whiskey. Yeah, my, this high dollar rebel whiskey. Dude, we're gonna finish that that whiskey bottle off. We've already finished one whiskey bottle off tonight. You guys, that, that one's maybe got one week left. Mm, yeah, I'm about to say, if you guys want to kill it tonight, y'all go ahead. Not yeah. old Dustin, no. But yeah, so and uh, <laughs> old Dustin. So yeah, if you subscribe to After Hours, you'll get that segment. But then also, if mm. you're checking us out from Guns and Radio, come back to our season finale because that segment will air as a part of our season finale. Yeah, we're getting all <clears throat> we're getting all mixed up tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, sharing fluids and whatnot. You it's know. Gooey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I ain't got to put it like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you did say come up all in your house, so well, I'm just well, saying. Yeah. yeah, you're asking for it. Far for the course, that. man. You know, well, well, Chris, grammar, you're going to still have to watch. Like, you're going to be right here on this. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Damn, I didn't think of that far. <laughs> He's like, yeah, buddy, you're fucked. Oh, wait a minute. I got to see this wait go down. Wait a minute. I'm fucked, too. <laughs> oh, what? What now? <laughs> Shit. Quick, Chris, distract him. <laughs> Get Biscuit on the phone. Get Biscuit on the phone. That's that's where it's at. Somebody needs to bend some shit. A motherfucker will come in and bend some shit. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, so sir. coming up on uh, on uh, our next episode, we're going to have Biscuit Strength on. That's the plan. Yeah. We're going to try and get JT, but he had a thing going on tonight. Uh, we had to push it back till next week. Unfortunately, next week is my, what we call affectionately, hell week at work. Yep. Love it, love it. As in football season starts, so I make com- I make commercials for collegiate sports. Mm-hmm. For actually, right now I'm doing 25 collegiate sports. Yep. I used to do Mississippi State. Yep, I got to get me one of them shirts. Yeah. I'm envious of that I shirt. Used you to- got. Oh, actually, State shirt? I earned this one, baby. This one, this <laughs> one, I earned it. Uh, they were a pain in the butt that year, and I earned it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. We got some guys, though, that were doing a Mississippi State ball game with Jim Ellis. And those, real quick, for those of you who don't know, that's an $80 shirt. He's oh, wearing. yeah. Yeah. Let me hear. Let me. Nice. This is what the coaches wear on the field. Yeah. So, I know because I've priced that much. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're cool. Yeah. They're cool, man. Did you ever listen to Jim Ellis growing up? I don't know who that is. Yeah. So, Jim was the uh, – so, they had their original guy who was this big uh, – 
like the voice of Mississippi State forever. And then oh. he retired, and coming up behind him was Jim Ellis. And Jim like was 70 years old as yeah. the new guy. Yeah. You know, he forgot his teeth one time going to a <laughs> to a broadcast and happened to do the whole broadcast like death with no teeth. <laughs> Did he have it to call the whole game? Right, he, he called the entire game like, and Mississippi State had a home run. Oh, God, I wish I had like, a tape oh of that. Oh, my God. Dude, I had no idea. Yeah. I never Does knew Does anybody got a tape of that? Oh, yeah, we have tapes of that. We I gotta, I'll try and find bro. it. Yeah, we tape everything. Dude, I we got, could pull some great drops. I got, from, I got, especially I the juicy stuff. I can't pull drops from that. Yeah. Oh. No, that, I can't. Not, I, I would get in trouble for not that. Not unless one. it's your last day at work. Unless, of course, I get approval from Mississippi State. Right. Uh, well, just get it. We'll hang on to yeah, it when you I, retire, yeah. you know, someday. We'll... <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, this guy, he I got the entire game, six-hour ba- or a baseball game where he... <laughs> we'll do a whole episode. We'll get popcorn. You know, we'll just do his thing. <laughs> I'll never forget that. But then, like last year, I was talking to him because he still he retired, but he still does baseball. And I was talking to him. Now, keep in mind, I said he's a seventy. What I think he's seventy six now. Talked to him last year. I was like, "Hey, Jim, how's it going? Oh, great. I just had my." He said he fucking gets up every morning, runs seven miles, shit, uh, does twelve miles on a rower, and then there was like something else. And I'm like, "Holy shit, man!" Wow, listening to like that, he's a workout machine. Damn. Listening to his voice, I would have never I would guessed have never, that he's yeah. the type of dude that likes to hit the gym. No, me either. Me. Either. Well, he's got that deep testosterone. Yeah, there. and it, it kind of sounds like an old guy because okay. it you is know? an old guy. It, he is an old guy. Yeah. I like the old guy that smoked for years on the jazz channel. Oh yeah, in cool. That's like Louis Mano. Yeah, that's Caputo's morning regimen, actually. He runs seven miles a day off. Is that true, Caputo? Yeah, yeah. in my dreams, not in real life. Yeah. <laughs> he wakes up, benches 100, and I guess that's good. Is 100 good? No, or? no, no. no. He, he gets up, benches 600 pounds. Yeah, this yeah. is pure yeah. excellence. You know, he goes and eats breakfast. Chases out the bitches from last night, gets rid of those so he yeah. can get fresh ones in. You know, you know, weights are lighter in Canada, so 600 pounds in <laughs> no, Canada man, they got, is not they, the same they as got 600 the metric American system, pounds. Man. They don't know what the fuck a pound is. I forget that with Chris here all the time. I forget he don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, and we're literally the only people on the planet that don't know what the fuck the metric system is. Yeah, yeah, that does. We're not wrong. Go America! <laughs> we made the metric system and made it easy. Yeah, yeah but we won WW Deuce. That's what they say. Damn right. <laughs> what they say. And we'll win the next two, just like we won every one before, because mm. it's America, goddammit. Pay no attention to that Vietnam. <clears throat> where no, are no, you Where are you in Canada? Uh, well, specifically, I'm in um, Ontario, so I'm like about half hour outside of uh, Toronto, like our main capital there. Okay. Nice. And are you born and raised in Canada? Yeah. yeah. How close are you okay. to Letterkenny? Oh, I never thought of that. Oh, <laughs> Like, I've heard of the show. I've never actually watched it. Oh, like, you should I'm, watch it. You should. Yeah, I'm not sure where it takes place, but that's uh, that I don't know. Dude, <laughs> it's like into that. that show is like if you took my hometown and yeah. put it in your home country. Yes. <laughs> I know every dude on that fucking show. I, I know. I was friends with the fucking bartender girl. I swear to God, she was so goddamn weird and was always trying to get laid, and it never worked out for her. And the tweakers. I knew, <laughs> I knew, the, I knew who the tweakers were. 
I knew. Yeah. Where does one watch Letterkenny? You can watch it on Hulu. Hulu. It's on Hulu? Yeah. Okay, I'm just looking it up. There's I, a, I think there's 10 seasons of Letterkenny now. I have oh, also yeah. heard of it, but I I just finished watching that. Shorzy, too. That's fucking fantastic. Oh, that's great. I hadn't seen that. So Shorzy was a character that came off of Letterkenny. So Letterkenny was, your main character was uh, a dude who was, he name. was like a farm kid. Him and his sister, and they had some dude who was always in his chore and clothes who just showed up all the time. <laughs> so he became their best friend. And then another guy in, in overalls who we don't really know what the fuck he did, but his name is Squirrely Dan. Squirrely Dan. Of course it was. <laughs> yeah, I, I know Squirrely Dan. And our, Dan. our main character, his sister's fucking hot, and she's always wearing like skimpy clothes around, and you better not be looking at my sister, Squirrely Dan. <laughs> oh, you's a fine woman there. Never mind, never mind, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's, it's just it's fucking weird. I love it. I don't want to say any names on that one because I'll start calling people. Oh, names I know. I, I, I know tons of people just like this, like back home. Yeah. Oh well, I know that guy. I was that guy. Uh, and the I gay, <laughs> the gay youth pastor at the church. Yes. Oh, we yeah. Everybody knows one of those. Yeah. First season he gets fired from the church. Second season he becomes like the the bartender, you know. But he's still a youth pastor. We had a guy that worked with us, mm. and. Uh, he was super Christian, but I also got a super gay vibe off of him. So my theory was that he was trying to pray away the gay. Oh, of course. God knows what I'm talking yeah. about. Oh, yeah. Listen, yeah. man, that makes me sad to think about somebody. Dave's gay door is going off. Oh, they... it was ringing, buddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Somebody that's like that terrified to just be themselves. Yeah. That's, oh, that's somebody you feel man. sorry yeah. for, man. Like, I hate to see And people. I mean, you know, that's just my theory. You like I to don't think know. they'll grow out of it yeah. eventually. Uh, one of my buddy's dads didn't never did. No. Yeah, uh, he died though. I can't talk. I ain't gonna say nothing no, bad about. Yeah. But uh, don't say anything bad about the dead. Yeah. Well, I, I will if I hated him. <laughs> he uh, never blossomed into. A look at how we talk about Phil Spector on our show. I oh. was actually gonna mention the same thing. I said it has to be Phil Spector. We have to talk about this. Well, Phil Spector. Spector. He was kind of a piece of shit. Well, that so. guy was a big piece of shit. <laughs> Is Gary Glitter dead yet? No, he's in jail no, in Vietnam. He's still rotting in prison. Yeah. yeah. We're still waiting on that. That one Caputo, we still got some. Yeah, time I'm hoping we... he's somewhere with bamboo shoots, like being driven under his fingernails by little Vietnamese children. <laughs> God, oh, Mister Glitter, we get you back. Oh, they just <laughs> shove him in there, man. Oh, so he to his songs. He was downloading huh? child pornography, huh? huh? Yeah, and then he moved to Vietnam to get away from the charges. Yeah, and in Vietnam, like I guess he had a whole village to himself. He had a hell of a time, and then the authorities caught up with him. And so uh, now he's in prison in Vietnam. And How this, the fuck oh, shitty is that? In and this, Vietnam? Yeah. And this motherfucker Ooh. was a rock fucking star right. in he, his time. Dude, up until he got arrested and charged and put away in Vietnam, they were still playing his shit in arenas. They still play his shit in arenas. Not too many anymore. I have. Who's the name of the guy in England? There was, a, there was like a TV host in the UK. That was like, oh, uh, yeah. He was Somebody loved. does it. Jim, Jimmy, do, Jimmy does it. Jimmy uh, something. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a little kids would write into him and make wishes. Yes. And he would. Jimmy Seville. Yeah. Yeah. And he would. Did you guys uh, watch creep. that documentary? That guy's a fucking creep. On Netflix? He died before anybody found out. Yeah, they found out after he died. Yeah. yeah. Which so makes he it, got away with yeah, it. Yeah, which makes it even so more So is shitty. he in heaven now, like just molesting little kids? M- molesting angels, right? maybe? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, if everybody dies and you get away with it, right, and you're okay and it's cool and all, I mean, if you go to heaven. If hell exists, the pedophiles and child people are the ones going there. I would hope so, man. 
Yeah. I would definitely hope so. Because at least a murder can be justified. Yeah, and like mm, my boy, experience. that's crossing a thin line, though. You can justify yeah. a homicide. You that's can. like very special extent. Yeah, yeah. that's like that much. Like, oh, but well, like, can be done. Ooh, that's, that's you can't justify thin, right a there. rape. Super thin. Like people that murder mm. people typically can be, uh, uh, what's the word? Rehabilitated. Yeah. Mm. But it's I, really hard to do with somebody that likes to diddle. What, what do you do if you see something like like a person who can't be rehabilitated? Like they, no matter what you say, what you do, whatever happens, they are not changing their mind because they don't see anything wrong with yeah, what they're doing. They're crazy. I mean, you just kill them. I mean, that's all you can do. But I mean, that's the same sentiment. That's the same vein. I hate to as... say it. I, I mean, I know it sucks that you're killing somebody that's mentally disabled. But if you don't, he gonna kill somebody else. Rather be him than somebody fucking innocent. Fuck it. Get. I mean, knock him out. Why do I got to keep paying for it? Okay, so here's a, here's a, what here's... like a little piglet to the barn door or something. <laughs> I mean, if you can ins- if you can put him in a, in a fucking home and his family pays for it, sure, whatever, let him do it. Okay, so here's a question that I have seen uh, posited. <laughs> My I'm, dogs went off when some, I hit the wall. On some oh. evening news. <laughs> Oh, what the fuck? So now they are like actively trying to create software specifically for pedophiles. Pederasts? That will like, you know, allow them to indulge in their urges without actually looking at like a real kid. That leads me to the robot prosties, right? Like they have over in Holland. What if you give a pedophile like a little robot, like, you know, like, like drunks have to get the DUI blower in their car. Yeah. What if if a a pedophile gets assigned a little prosty, little kid robot that he can fuck? Yeah. You you can't put all crazy together in the same bucket. Like, and Well, well, you can't. And if this motherfucker knows, that he's got this problem, this mental condition. Because I mean, I'm not giving them any fucking sympathy. Don't don't take it that way at all. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, if this is like a mental fucking condition condition that yeah. they're suffering from, and they know it, if there's a way they can get help without being without hurting, you know, because they're scared too. Like, yeah, obviously. I mean, I I, I would believe i, I would rather somebody out there that 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 would reach out for help and try to get help in that scenario yeah but i don't know how you would help that though and that's the other thing. well that's what i'm getting so, at like do you give them do you if they know they have the problem do you do you allow them i mean they can't hurt they anything with out, a little robot or a doll or something touched then who cares yeah. fuck like, yeah that's kind of how i feel about it i mean like on one hand it's definitely creepy as fuck that right. we would actually like enable a person to indulge in those types of fantasies yeah but at the same time like it beats the alternative but you know yeah. what vr's coming virtual world absolutely and the only the other thing. i was watching a thing the other day you're gonna um, be able to fuck a unicorn if you want dude, coming up i would they be have... afraid before we move on i would be afraid of that being normalized like yeah me too in that situation me too that would be that's the only thing yeah, I that agree. i can think of negative in that is i would not want yeah anybody. you would not want i know i totally agree so i was watching this thing this vr thing about these guys that are developing these apps that are supposed to uh, simulate psychedelic trips. Oh, yeah? And they've been doing, like, studies with it. And, you know, there's this this one program, this one VR program that somebody wrote that they say is, like, virtually indistinguishable from, like, taking a couple hits of acid or, like, you know, taking so many grams of mushrooms. Interesting. It definitely piques my interest. Like, I would love to so, try. So, like, you can do drugs without... Doing Without doing drugs. drugs, yeah, just the visuals and the sound simulate hmm. the experience, and I don't pe- know. Them. People were saying that it was virtually indistinguishable from the real thing. 
That reminds me of a game a long time ago when Steam first came out. It was the Shower with Your Dad Simulator. Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> no, thank you. And it was ju- that's, that's what I think of when you say that. Like, oh, I don't know. That, I mean, that sounds cool and all, but I don't know, man. <laughs> I would definitely it reminds it me of the Shower with Your Dad Simulator. I'm, I'm good. I, mean, I definitely think you could reach some pretty deep places with VR just from my own VR experience. Like, <laughs> playing that fucking fighter pilot game. Like, that shit tricked my brain into thinking that I was actually fucking oh, yeah, flying yeah. a plane. Like, I literally had to take the headset off because I was getting nauseous. I'll say, trust me, bro, shower with your dad simulator will make you, uh, <laughs> I'm sure it it'll, it'll trigger you as well. Well, I have the VR headset at my house right now. We are borrowing it from my <laughs> Still, in-laws. You, you know you borrowed that motherfucker yeah. the first time yeah. I came on this yeah. show. You know, and they took it back and he borrowed <laughs> and it now again. It's been again. <laughs> and I want to tell somebody, I don't know if we've ever sold this on the show or not, but the first time I came here while we were doing the show, it iced over outside. It was it was kind of snowing and cold All when right. we got here, but then when we left, it had yeah, it was iced. I it, remember that it night. had iced while yeah. we were in here, and we departed in very odd conditions. Yeah. Yes, we did late at night, <laughs> high as fuck. Oh yeah, well, I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm that sorry. Was the first time, not this. Time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sop. It was an interesting. Uh, it's an interesting night. I think it's funny. Everyone here has their medical card, so there's nothing wrong here. Yeah. We're right. just medicating. Except Chris, Absolutely. but he's Canadian. Yeah, he, he, doesn't he doesn't need a card. You know what? It doesn't matter for him. So there's hey, banners up there. So hey, by the way, guys. <laughs> speaking of uh, weed, mm-hmm. I was at the dispensary the other day, and I was talking to the guy that works there because I'm sure you guys have heard that there's a bill on mm. a ballot. In November to legalize recreational. Recreational, but... You should vote no for that, though. Yeah, I heard that. Because... That's going to get voted in, though. It's going to... It's going to give control to a very few people. It's basically going to monopolize the market. I don't think it's going to... They tried to do that with medical, too, but the people of Missouri actually got it right and voted for the best one. Yeah. I don't think they're going to vote for the best one this November. I think people are going to see recreational weed, and they're going to automatically vote yes. So, yeah, I actually hope that this one doesn't. What? Okay, so fuck the fact. I mean, it's Missouri. They're always going to find a way to fuck. You know what? Though I don't think it's going to be that big of an issue. Well, how is that going to affect our lives other than some rich cunt getting more money than they need? Exactly. At the end of the day, I mean, it sucks. Here's here's another interesting fact. The dude at the dispensary showed me a printout of the bill as it was written, and the very first line on the bill said, "No possession limits." Then you go down to like okay. Line item number 11, and it says three-ounce possession limit. Like, the actual bill contradicts itself just in the language. Hmm. Yeah. So it's going to be whatever they want to enforce. Basically, the the issue that everyone has a problem with is it it establishes the – it doesn't open the market up to new people coming in. Like, it will allow right. new business to come in, but they have to file for a permit, and then they have to wait the however many days. Yeah. Well, it somebody, allows the current businesses to keep rolling and yep. then expand. Which gives well, them, just gives them And gives them priority. Yeah. Support the businesses you're supporting now, then, if that passes. That's yeah. the, the, really the only thing we can do. And the worry is, is that it'll make them guys already big enough now yeah. bigger. Because I do feel like we have a... Um, it's a monopoly, and the federal government would bust that up. Yeah, I feel like... Somebody with a little bit of money outside of Missouri would try to get in. Yes, yeah. and that's yeah. exactly what's They're, happened here with medical. I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. I mean, it'll suck like the first couple of years, but somebody with a little bit of money is going to be affected. Mm-hmm. by this and they're going to have the money to go fuck that and make them change it why do you think missouri like changed their mind i mean when they, when it, when medical passed they shuffled their feet for almost two years yeah to give the first person their license i mean everybody was applying we even have a friend 
I was number, is a local grower. I was number like 63. Really? I was very early in the medical wow. card. And then I fucking, Your name's in a database somewhere, yeah. underground, in a vault. And then I let it expire, so now my number See, is not nearly as cool. Yeah. That's but. why That's why I wasn't going to fuck with, uh, with that when it first came out, because you would have to pay the 150 bucks, and yes. then they're still dicking off and jerking off over there. And then, But when re- renewal time comes along, you're going to pay the fuck again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, what, and you didn't even get you know, to use it because there was fucking. They were still there was nowhere around, to yeah. get it. Yeah, illegally. Yeah, no, I yeah I didn't get it. But you right paid after, your money. Yeah, right after right after they passed it, I didn't yeah. get it. Like I waited, I waited until well, actually, because I cultivated for a year, so I was growing oh, my own yeah. shit for a while. I don't know but, how to do that. Um, I'm from the country. I know how to do that. Yeah, I'm not saying I am. I'm just saying oh, I'm, I'm lucky. from the country. Yes, I, you you throw dirt in the ground, you water it. It Stuff grows. happens. Oh, it's funny got... how that is. A plant that you can literally grow in your house and it's illegal. Yeah, isn't that funny? Hmm. Yeah. Not in Canada, lucky bastard. <laughs> can you guys so grow? We only get a five per household of this. So. Oh, it's oh five, for real? Five plants per household. Um, oh, yeah, is that yeah. all? I mean, do they come and check it? Like, oh, that's that's that six plant. That's that's shady. I mean, if one of your neighbors wants to be a snitch, then maybe. But yeah. like, I uh, highly doubt they would. Yeah. So, does a mountie on a horse come knock on your door and be like, "Hey there, buddy, no, what, you, we, what you got there?" Uh, actual police and hey, cars. Uh, hey there, Mr. Caputo. Uh, uh, hey there. Uh, just checking to see about that plant. I'm not trying to be rude. Don't you know there? <laughs> see, this is this is the, what the raid sounds like when they come busting hey. in the front door. Oh, oh, excuse, hey, me, excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry about there. that. Sorry, dear. <laughs> you see how scared he got? He was kind of looking around right, a little like, oh, bit shit. like, oh, shit, are they coming? It's the fuzz. <laughs> Dave's not here, man. That's my favorite term for the police, the fuzz. <laughs> the fuzz. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. So, yeah, so in Missouri, if you are a licensed cultivator, I think you can have up to six yeah, flowering plants at a time. Ah, take that, Canada. Which means that you could have like little seedlings. <laughs> as long as they're I not in the one. flowering stage, you can have as many as you want. But, oh, really? But so you can only so you can like only have got, six that are flowering. You got seven that are flowering. That seventh one's got it. Your ass is going to jail. You bro. better smoke that motherfucker. Yeah, pretty right. quick. Oh, and here, oh, oh, here's the other thing about the new law that they're trying to pass. That the, due to the dispensary told me. So apparently, the way that that new law is written, also. The police can just like fucking come into your house at any time and just uh, check your grow. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, and just check your grow. That's fucked up. Yeah, like that is fucked up. Yeah. Now, like when I signed up for cultivation, I did have to check a box that said like yeah. that I gave them permission to come check my shit out if yeah, they I ever to, wanted to. I had to check a box that said I would not grow. Yeah, I me yeah. too this oh, time because I'm not growing yeah. anymore. But yeah. but uh, yeah, man, it's a whole. Hey, man, what a time to fucking be alive, though. I know. Right? We were talking about this earlier. Like I, we were, we were talking about the the bic lighters with the little stems on them. <laughs> yeah. I live in a time when fucking Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart are in commercials. Can do a commercial together, yeah. and Martha Stewart's like, "Oh, these these lighters are great for lighting candles." Right. And it cuts to Smoot to Snoop, and he's like, "And other things." <laughs> right. You know, and it's like, "Fuck yes." I love the Marsha, Martha Stewart uh, Snoop Dogg relationship. <sighs> you know, they probably smoke together. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure they have. Oh well, yeah. All right, so I'd let's be honest. With Martha Stewart. Would you guys bang Martha Stewart? No. 
I would have in the 90s, maybe. Yeah, I mean, if I could go back in time and bang Martha Stewart right when she blew up. Only yeah, if she makes me something to eat afterwards. Yeah, she she, she kind of like, had that cougar milk thing going right. on oh, when 100%, she first came dude. out. Oh, she's a panther now, man. She's out there slaying. Yeah, yeah. she's sure. got that your best friend's oh, yeah. grandma look. Oh, oh no, no, sure. no, 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 no. She's too old to enjoy the spoil. She's too old to enjoy the hunt, <laughs> but she still enjoys the spoils. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Is that why they caught? Did you look that up? Uh, no, I, no, that's 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 all here, man. Look what Look what She's a panther. Uh, what? Why we call it a cougar? Oh yeah, we did. We we never got to the bottom of that. No, I, a cougar is too old to to go out and hunt, but can still. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> Dave, huh, Dave's Dave, watching the game. Dave's phone's going off. Not bad. Is the game going off? <laughs> Who's winning? Uh, checking the score. Checking the score. Who's winning? Cardinals are down three to one. Uh, who cares? But we just hit a home run. Sports. Oh so, yeah. Sports. Caputo, are you a sports guy? Are you a sports fan? Uh, it depends on the sport. I mean, I, I uh, hang on, Chris. Stuff. Hang on, Chris. What sport would you think he watches? Tennis. I mean, oh, <laughs> well, he I knows because I said Cardinals. I'm, I'm uh, thinking America is a lot of football. And no, I'm, I was talking about Chris. Yeah, what I mean, sport? I was talking oh. to Dave. Oh, oh, what sport oh. would I think that Chris watches? Yeah. So you have knowledge that he is into a particular sport? Yes. Can you give me that? Okay. So, um, mm. well, what's he got going? Now on he's in the Canadian. Background? There's your hand. I know. I was trying to think of. <laughs> Fuck, what did what? That's a big hint. Come on. Fucking um, uh, curling. No. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what the Canadian stereotype sports are besides yeah. the one I say all the time. What's hockey? the one you say all the time? Oh, hockey. Yeah, hockey. of course. But it's not that. Yeah. No, it's not. I was just trying curling. to get you to say hockey just to fuck with Chris. Be like, hey, you asshole. All right, Chris. He knows what I'm doing. Let's just, hear it. I, I just want to hear it because I'm not going to be able to guess it. Lacrosse. No, it's pretty no, it's soccer. <laughs> soccer. Yeah, is soccer pretty soccer. big in Canada? In some parts, yeah. Like yeah. where I live, it's more it's more like um, Italian predominant sort of neighborhood. So like, yeah, isn't it big? All I hear is fucking soccer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of, yeah. I mean, but but even in America, like I have definitely noticed in the past, I don't know, three or four or five years, like at our job, mm-hmm. some of the younger people that we hire, Love them some soccer, are into soccer. But yeah. if I'm being honest, mm-hmm. the sport that's taken over is going to be esports. Yeah, oh, yeah, you're probably right. Games. Yep. Oh, video yeah. games. Uh-huh. My kids right now, they're they're the next generation coming up. They don't give a fuck about traditional sports. Yeah, they want to watch a kid sitting behind a desk or telling them how to you know beat Minecraft or something. Yep, boys, yep. that means them NFL payoffs are going to decline. So Very our time is around the corner. Right? Times are coming, I'm telling man. you, yeah, they're going to start not being able to pay all these millions of dollars. <laughs> Guys used to making millions. Oh, 15, it's all twenty bucks a game. Well, as a and person, we get to get in there as a person. <laughs> that's working in the collegiate world that actually is what's going on yeah yeah rights the only thing going up are rights fees man so oh, dustin yeah. is rocking a chief shirt tonight i saw that how long have you been a chiefs fan okay now the i started and is there kinda, another team that you wrong kind of football before the, the chiefs uh, mississippi state <laughs> okay so the college team yeah now when i came to uh when i came here i didn't really watch a lot of nfl and I would listen to it on the radio when I started getting into uh, Kansas City. Yeah. And one of the first times in my streak of not missing a game, one of the first games I didn't miss was uh, the last game that took us to the playoffs. 
not the last one, but when we won the Super Bowl that year. Yeah, yeah. which was two years ago, right? Yeah, and then we won that game. I was like, hell yeah, this is awesome. I'm going to watch the Chiefs <laughs> next week. And then we won the playoffs, and then I was like, fuck, they're going to go to the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. And I didn't know enough about the NFL to even have a guess who was going to the Super Bowl. So I watched the Super Bowl. I was like, fuck yeah, that was an awesome season. And then we got last season. Yeah. And that was a killer and fucking season. Fucking... I just picked up where they left off. Yeah. And then they bit the fucking dust right at the end. But, man, that the, last game. They really bit the dust, like, in the second half, man. That next to last game, though, was the best ball game I've seen. The second best ball game I've ever seen the in play, my life. The playoff game that they barely won? The one that we won right that took us to the playoffs. We didn't win the playoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one that took us to the playoffs when we had 18 seconds on the clock and we was in a bad field position. Yeah. And them motherfuckers intercepted that ball, and I remember I stood up. I was on my knees in front of the TV. If I remember correctly, the last two games that they played that season, they started out with big leads, and then they just fucking sucked in the second half. That's the Chiefs, man. They and they and like the first one, they managed to squeak the win out, but yeah. then obviously Super Bowl or whatever game it was that they lost, they. Oh, yeah, we Could went to another Super Bowl since I've been watching the Chiefs. That's right. Yeah. Because it was the first Super Bowl, the one that we won. Yeah. Then we went to another Super Bowl. Lost. Lost. And then we went through uh, the playoffs. Yeah, there's a whole... Yeah, I forgot about 2020 year in the... Yeah, in it's all... It was all or was weird, that 21? Man. That would have been 21. It would have been the 21 season anyway. Yeah. Dave, did you just belch? I think so, yeah. I think I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What oh, the yeah. hell? Did you hear it? I did. I, I like, did what the, the hell happened to him? All the time. Because mm. our, our microphone fucked up in our last tape in a Guns and Radio, and my sound wasn't coming through this. It was coming through my webcam. Oh, so that's I'd the worst. My, I'd mute my mic, and I was drinking a White Claw, so I was getting all bubbly, and I'd go... Yeah. Hey, man, there ain't, there ain't no laws with them claws. <laughs> no, now, Caputo sir. over here. <laughs> to show you the manners on this man, Caputo over here did not sell a single one. He's hearing me burp every time on his end, and, and he normally doesn't hear this because I normally mute my mic when I do it, but you I got, do it a lot. Mm. And, you got the old cough he's, over here. he's not even saying a word. So I'm none the wiser until the episode comes out. <laughs> and then I find out when everybody's on, on on Monday when the show's running for the world to hear. Don't got time to edit it out or nothing. Oh no, no, no. That's fuck it. I left it in. It's funnier. <laughs> <laughs> it's better that way. It made great radio. Yeah, hell yeah. Fuck yeah, it, we'll do it live. That's the beautiful thing about podcasting is like all the radio, none of the bullshit. You don't have to worry about like sounding super produced or like super. Oh, you know, like worrying about this segment and that right. segment. Like with podcasting, you just do what the fuck you want, man. And like, and people seem to love that too. Like, people are starved for long form conversations. Preach it, brother Dave. Yeah. Preach it. Well, it's because we're their friends. After well, a while, yeah. you get to listening to us, and they start to hear us. Yeah, you're hanging out. A friendly voice. Like we may not be able to hear them yeah. and everything, but they're able to hear us, and they're able to be a part of our conversation. That's why so many people get have gotten into you know like guys like Joe Rogan is that even even when they're not. Even though they're not there, like you get to you when you listen to a guy, you know, for three hours a show, you know, several times a week, like you do feel like you have you know yeah. that. Person. Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah. Like I feel like if, I feel like if Joe Rogan walked up to me today and I met him, like there's a million things that I could talk to. That I guy had to about. remember that when I met Conrad Thompson. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that one's my podcast like favorite is yeah. Conrad and. Um, 
He was standing next to the announcer of every wrestling show I watched when I was a fucking child. Yeah. Never cool. thought I'd meet this man, much less Conrad. And I shook hands with Tony, spoke to him for like two seconds, then went over and <laughs> introduced myself to Conrad. It was a meet and greet, so it wasn't like I ran up on him at the airport. Right, Should have. Right, right. right. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a dick move I've learned. The hotels <laughs> no, and right. the airports are dick moves. Yeah, I've done right. that no, to celebrities know. in the past. I did that to Guns N' Roses a few times. Yeah. But... Um, I've learned in hindsight from having, when you get on TV and a little bit of that shit starts to happen to you, you start kind of seeing like that behavior from that side and how it looks when somebody's doing that. Yeah. And it's fucking creepy and it's fucking weird. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like you should just leave people alone if they are, you know, like if they're eating at a restaurant. If they're at a meet and greet, then by all means. Sure, of course. I feel like that's the price you pay for going out, you know, being out there. For being a celebrity. Well, you can go up to them and say hi or just don't make a scene or anything. Just acknowledge that you know who they are. Yeah. You know. I had a buddy that met Ozzy Smith at the St. Louis airport and went up and started talking with him. Yeah. And Ozzy would not shut the fuck up. So I had a buddy. Ozzy was talking to him. Like, he yeah. was trying to end the conversation, and Ozzy wanted to keep going. I had a buddy do the same thing. He was filling vending machines at Barnes <laughs> Jewish Hospital at the time, and Stan the Man Musial came in. Greatest cardinal of all time. The great, he was the great. I mean, he's, he's, no, one's, no one was Stan the Man. No. And uh, <clears throat> my buddy did not know who he was. And Stan came in, like, every week to see the kids' unit. And he'd come in, sign, like, bats and gloves and shit, and just give, he'd give these kids, like, thousands of dollars out of his own pocket dude he signed like he was an amazing human being he was he was right and he talked with my buddy like for two days because my buddy had no idea who he was he's like we talked about everything not sports yeah my brother-in-law met stan and same thing like stan would not shut the fuck up he's an amazing human i don't mean that in a bad way i just mean like he was happy to talk yeah you don't get that very often especially from you know Someone like that. Some of the greatest athletes of all time. Yeah. Yeah, man. Did I ever tell you about the first time somebody came up to me that knew who I was that I didn't know them Mm-mm. and thought we were friends? I don't think so. <laughs> I've had that before. I used to be in commercial radio. Uh. <laughs> I've had that. I've had old ladies call me and like talk to me and tell me their entire fucking life story while I'm on the air on a Friday night. Well, now they hit you up on Facebook yeah. and you can at least know that they're in the area so you can expect it. But back then we didn't have a lot of social media. And this right. was one of my first gigs that was televised and a lot of people were seeing it. And I lived in the middle of nowhere, kind of like Dave here, allegedly. Yeah. Oh, uh, allegedly. No, it's a true I don't, story. I don't know. I've never been to your house. I, I live 30 minutes from everywhere in the middle of the woods. Hey, that's where Same I was. Same here, dude. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. That's Dave. And uh, so I'm sitting on my front porch smoking a fucking bong. <laughs> Not even a joint. Like a whole ass glass there bong. There you go. Yeah. And, uh, that's a good little rip right there. <laughs> that is a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad there was nothing in it. <laughs> <laughs> and so this car pulls up in my in my driveway, and I'm seeing it, and I see it coming because it was a long driveway. Yeah. And so I just kind of slid the bong up on the chair. And was like, oh, what we got going on here? Yeah. She gets out of the car. She comes up to me and she starts talking to me. I'm like, hey, yeah. She's very excited and very cordial, very nice. I'm like, yeah, hey, how's it going? Yeah, hey. Uh, who the fuck then, are you again? And then you know we got we got a few minutes of greetings and then what can I do for you? Yeah, like, <laughs> okay. it's me. What you need? Um, what do you want? Yeah. And she was like, she she was kind of offended I didn't recognize her. 
And I was like, "Should you have recognized?" Yeah, I was going to say, "Why should you have recognized her?" Because she came to all of the shows. We, oh. we did wrestling at the time, and she was at all of the shows. I she was see. she was in the crowd. So was I it see. like super groupy throwing herself at you? No, 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 no. With nothing like that. It was really a friendly interaction. She saw me sitting out on my porch. She recognized me. She wanted to meet me, so she came up. And I didn't have a no trespassing sign or nothing. I mean, but it, that had never happened to me, and it didn't. Like she seemed friendly enough. Her intention was well, but I think I embarrassed her a little bit, and she kind of left not long after that. Yeah. But I didn't mean to. Like, Pull your wiener out. If I had been the, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's do it. Well, here we go. All right, you must time. be my twelve o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice of the fellers to give me a stripper at this age. <laughs> Even an older one, even too. Older. I <laughs> they even knew I liked the Cougars. Damn, they knew I liked them rough. Well, Get on him here, baby. <laughs> no, That's no, terrible. no. She was really nice, and I felt bad. I feel bad to this day because it's like the second time it happened, I was much more prepared for yeah. it. And uh, I think the last time it happened, I got mouth kissed in, in Walmart <gasps> yeah. in front of my dad. Oh. By some chick. Oh, you fuck. I was hoping it was going to be in front of your wife. No, dude. I was married at the time. Though. <laughs> and my dad was Holy such a shit. fucking trooper. This is how I know my daddy got my back. He didn't say a fucking word. Mm. <laughs> he didn't bring it up again until right. he was long gone. Hey, you nobody, didn't ask for it. Nobody but me and him. And he goes, now, he didn't know that. And he goes, so who was that? Yeah. And I had to explain, which he did not believe me either. You had, you had a fan? That was a super that, groupie. I, no, I didn't even know. Like it, it, I didn't know that until I saw her at the in the crowd a couple of weeks later because I didn't. Yeah. I, I, I knew a few faces. Like I knew the people that I got the best reactions out of, and what buttons to push to piss them off. Mm -hmm. You learn people. Mm -hmm. You learn how to satisfy your your customers. Oh yeah, you know your base. <laughs> and, but then there's people in the third row, in the fourth row, and you always try to play to the back row, but that don't mean you can see them. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So. Other than that, those diehards that was always right in the front every time, I didn't recognize a lot of faces. There's hmm. a lot of motherfuckers that come up there. I'm a I, look how long it took me to know who you guys are. I know, like, right? You, you had to Google. You had to do a deep dive on us. <laughs> We're glad you did, though. Dave Jordan, <laughs> Scott Merriman. At least with Caputo, I had the advantage of putting his name on graphics. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Did you did you uh, like Facebook stalk him or anything whenever mm -hmm. you guys first met? No, I didn't know. Uh, we didn't. It took us a while to even turn the cat webcam on. I never knew what this cat looked like for yeah the first. <sighs> okay, so here's weird. a great question: 30, 20, 30 episodes. Is this the most on screen time he's ever had? Then oh no. Oh okay, good. No oh. no no. <laughs> okay, I was so, like, holy cow. So here's what I want to know: How did you picture him in your head? What did you think he would look like? Because this is always a fun one for me working in radio because I work with all these very talented play-by-play -play people and they never look like what I picture them in yeah, my the head. Yeah, the old man that I had in my head runs eight miles, you right, know, rows exactly. 12. Yeah. yeah. Well, you'll listen to Caputo's voice when he speaks. Uh-huh. And here, here, hold on. Give us a little something. What's going on? Oh, there we go. <laughs> what do you, so what do you think that guy looks like? Okay, so hey when now. I when I first uh when I first got to talking with Caputo, I I imagined in my head uh about a six foot eight African American man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seems about right. Did you just imagine to Candy Mutombo? Yeah, I'm like six foot eight. Holy cow. Have That's you ever a short seen, guy. Have you ever you remember that meme that came out way back in the day of uh the successful black man where he was like a 
African-American dude, and he had on a nice suit, and it was like a, a business pose, but he still had a serious look on his face. Yeah. I don't remember that, though. Uh, anyway, that's kind of what I imagined. And we weren't doing audio at the time, so I would take a picture of of, of a successful black man and Larry the Cable Guy and put the two together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just Photoshop them together. Yeah, and that was supposed to be what we look like. And then Later it became... Uh, there was this dude on a board game about cigarettes from the 70s that became my guy mm. when we figured out what each other looked like. And Caputo became the guy from the cover of the Blue Oyster Cult album, <laughs> the one about Don't Fear the Reaper. <laughs> the dude holding the thing or whatever. Yeah, the, 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 little, the, the magic little, cards. Yeah. yeah, so that was nice. uh, that's, that's Caputo's doppelganger, <laughs> famous doppelganger, is uh, the guy from uh, uh, Blue Oyster Cult. Yep. Yeah. From the album no, cover. Need more cowbell, bro. Yeah, that's the one. Need more cowbell. I need to put, I need to label one of these cowbell. Do we have a cowbell? No. No, we but we need one. one. We got yeah. this. We'll get one. I just gave away my cowbell. Uh, Son of I didn't know bitch. I was going to be doing this. Bro. I kept more of my props. I was yeah. running out of space. You know, that's why we can't have nice things, bro. Yeah, keep giving away the fucking cowbell, and You man. keep giving our shit away. I'm Stop it. i to get my props over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, I gotta pee. You know what that I means? Dave's gotta piss on, on the, the old seventy-seven. But before we do that, we want to thank our Patreon subscribers. Hey, big ups to JT. Paranormal he was supposed son. to be on the show tonight. He had it. He had a scheduling issue. We'll get him on soon. Rain check coming up soon. Hopefully absolutely, next week. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, Biscuit strength man. Biscuit, who I think is also going to be joining us. He's going to be on uh, next Friday. week. Yeah, yeah, next, next week. Um, uh, so then we got our good buddy Jamie Rector at uh, in the group records. We got the big homie Dub IZ. And the fam over at Chess Team Records. Yes. And, and our good friends at the Jefferson City Paranormal Society. That's right. Thank you, guys. That's right. Hey, Scott, speaking Scott, of. tell them what they can get for a Patreon subscription. So for $5 a month, that's just a cup of Starbucks coffee. You can get a large venti for that price. Yeah. You can get early access to episodes. You can also... Get behind-the-scenes action with some after-hours content. And you we can do hear mean some, action, folks. I, I mean, it's it's. we had a whole episode talking about some craziness, some adult adult stuff. You, you got to pay for say that. that. Yeah, you, you got to pay, you gotta for, pay that. for that one. Yeah. yeah, I try to keep it a certain rating on this show until yeah. we get to after hours. You know, and then after hours, boy, it just goes off. That's but when yeah, the pants get pulled down. We also have stickers and merch and everything else, so yes, feel free. Just, Swag! Yeah, we got a little bit. If you see us out and about, get you some. That's right. Check check the drive throughs You might see our sticker in the drive-thru somewhere. You might see us uh, several places. Yeah. There's a, a legend, yeah. an alleged, an alleged guerrilla warfare tactic advertising stickering campaign going on. Yep, not oh, done yeah. by us. We don't know nothing about. No, that. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> so, folks, we'll see you after this. Let's take a break. Dave's got to piss. <laughs> we'll be back on the old seventy-seven. Dave's pissing on the old 70s album. Right in his chair as we speak. <laughs> right now. It's actually kind of weird. Oh, my legs are warm. Honest. It's so warm. <laughs> Grab the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Scott here from the old 77. I just want to take a moment and tell you about Infinite Moment Photography. I was down at the Noreen Access a couple of months ago. I was shooting bottles. Uh, for the Hot Wings Challenge. Went off without a hitch. Thank you. And a big thanks goes to this guy, Rob Schaefer from Infinite Moment Photography. Rob was down at the Noreen Access taking some pictures. He had his impressive equipment out, let me tell you. The guy's got this, this lens that's 
It's huge. You could zoom in on the Capitol. It's like spyware lens stuff. But he got some amazing photos. I saw some of the stuff he did that day. Walked up while I was taking photos of the bottles and said, hey man, I gotta know, what's this all about? So I told him about the Hot Wings Challenge. He said, hey, you mind if I take some? You know, I, I kind of do this. And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. They turned out amazing. Just look at this. So a big ups to Rob Schaefer from Infinite Moment Photography. He's out of Lynn, Missouri. Find him online at InfiniteMomentPhotography.com. You can also go to Facebook at Infinite Moment Photography. You can see some of his work. Send him a message. Family, wedding, newborn, nature photos. Rob does it all, and it's amazing. Check him out online at InfiniteMomentPhotography.com and on Facebook at Infinite Moment Photography. Damn, Dave, this one thumps, bro. It ain't me. Welcome back to the old 77. It's a safe place. In an unsafe world. 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 Ah. world. <laughs> oh my god, I don't think I've ever had anybody just have a spontaneous <laughs> orgasm on the show before. Well, you know, last week I had my hands down my pants for half the episode. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. I told you it's an intimidation factor. Mm, That's is, what man. we were just talking about before we came on the air. Mm. I get more pussy when I keep my hands down there. <laughs> <laughs> it adds, it adds a, a ray of mysteri- uh, mysteriousness. Mm. Yeah, the ladies mystery. are at the bar and they're saying, hey, he's got his hand on the stick. Right. I wonder Ooh. what's behind Look the What's he guy. all about? Ooh. You know, if he can't keep <laughs> now his I'm hands interested. off it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was watching a documentary. Uh, that. Have any of you guys watched that, that documentary on Netflix, The Most Hated Man on the Internet? No. Is that like Don't Fuck With Cats? I think it's made by the same people. Okay, actually, now that you say that, uh, no, it's about this dude. He used to uh, he used to own a website called um, like like Who's Up or Who's Still Up or some oh, shit. Oh, is anyone? Oh, up? Yeah, what? that was those the Hunter Moore thing. Yeah, the Hunter Moore. Yeah, yeah. is anyone up? Is, is anyone up? Yeah. So it's a documentary that came out on Netflix. I don't know, maybe two weeks ago. I just watched it last night. But um, yeah, basically, it's this dude that started this website. That people mainly posted like revenge porn to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he, you know, he built a whole fucking empire out of this website, and uh, it was fucked. Up. There were people sending yeah. in pictures of underage girls, and I, that and I don't it, know about that. Well, there was well, that's because him, that that was that ev- what got him busted. That was eventually yeah. what undid him. You How know did what that they get past like? that on Pornhub, like and stuff like that? Well, they, they don't. They, that's why Pornhub just no, deleted a whole bunch of shit off of their website. How do you know, what though? year was that though? When they deleted it? No, no, no. When all this dude did his thing. I'm talking, oh, like, like, I'm trying I'm to think. Like, 2005-ish? Okay, so that would have been around the time that there was this uh, private, uh, God, I can't remember what it was called. It was like Upload Go or something, but there was a dude uh, who had started this like file transfer. Yeah. And people were doing a lot of file transfer and illicit porn and things and underage kids mm. and shit. Right. All through this dude's like... Oh, it was Mega Upload. May I remember that one? MegaUpload.com. I see yeah. that pisses me off because Mega Upload 
was a great site oh, to store shit. It was also fantastic. Yeah, yeah, way ahead of its time. But the record companies, you know, industry. I was going like to say it was a great site to pirate music exactly. from. Of course, because that's mean, where I got ninety percent of my pirated music. Yeah. But we also used it to share files. Like uh, back in the day, and Chris knows this story. But if you ever listen to the ep- to the show uh, that's on our feed called Band: The Real Life Misadventures of Rick Dunsford and Friends, we have an episode titled "God, the Devil, and Dwayne." Mm-hmm. Now, Dwayne is a buddy of ours that we figured out as long as you say it to him on the phone, he would fall for anything. Like, he, he's kind of like Kel. He's not like mentally challenged. Now. He's like Kelso from 70s show. All like, right, he was right. our good friend. We loved him, but he's kind of an idiot. Love me some Kelso. Uh, oh, yeah. He's the lovable idiot. <laughs> he he was. And yeah, that's right. that was what Dwayne was. And he, no offense. he would get mad if he heard <laughs> me say that. But, I mean, that's, that's. I don't that's, even know the dude. That's how it is. We loved him, though. And uh, we used to prank call him all the time, and we would record these calls and send them to each other via Mega Upload. Mm. And since you could stream on Mega Upload without having to download it, we never downloaded it. So we had this whole two-week storyline where God and angels and the devil are fighting over Dwayne, because Dwayne had found some stick in the woods, and he (laughs) thought it was some kind of fucking... (laughs) No, this is a true story. Dwayne had found some kind of stick in the woods, and he thought it was like some kind of ancient carvings on it, but it was like where the worm had eaten like uh the past i know where you, i know exactly what you're talking yeah. about yeah and you can't uh, tell me those aren't ancient carvings they're either worms or like he was beetles. chosen yeah <laughs> so then rick calls Dwayne, pretends to be an angel and gives him this story about how that stick is the key to the gates of hell and god has chosen Dwayne to protect it because no other human is worthy other than Dwayne. and Dwayne falls for this bullshit and this is the best part right. and and that sucks because the call is gone forever, so I don't reference it a lot. But that there's a little clip in that call that was just uh, my perfect. I would set that as my ringtone. It was yeah, so funny. Yeah. And it was, uh, you're an angel. Where are you from? <laughs> and he's using a voice modifier. And you hear the pause like the, what a stupid question. You like it's the like, thought? Yeah. yeah. Give me a high pitch. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, high pitch. Well, uh, yeah. we, don't, we don't have, you got to pay oh, extra for that. Okay, this oh. is fine. I'm an angel of the Lord. Oh, where are you from? Heaven, Dwayne. I'm from, I'm from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, <okay. laughs> <That's> ex- <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That's Scotty Merriman on the faders. Folks. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Horrible job. <laughs> oh, you did great, bro. You did great. Oh, but yeah. So we'll there was that. a whole two week. Well, immediately after this <laughs> We're call, still working out the kinks. <laughs> A couple hours later, he starts getting phone calls from the devil. Oh, man. Trying to get that stick from him. I don't have one of those. And it starts out as a, hey, Dwayne, you know that stick? There we go. Hey, Dwayne, uh, you know that stick with all the carvings on it? Yeah. Um, I need to get that from you. <laughs> I can't give you that stick. I that's, I've got to keep it. i got to have it. Listen, Dwayne, I, I don't know uh, who you've been talking to or anything, but I, I, I need that stick. It's going to be fine. Uh, uh, who is it? <laughs> listen, God damn it. You listen to me, you macaroni shit. <laughs> you give me that fucking stick. And, and just for two weeks, he would get these calls, and the devil, and Dwayne would never give the devil the stick. This is the best part of the saga. If we had the whole collection and I could release it, I would, because it's such a, a beautiful masterpiece. It's a great saga. And, and, and it gets to the part where 
Now, for the past two weeks, uh, Dwayne has been tempted with women and money, and he'll be the king of the new world when Satan unlocks the gates and unleashes hell on earth. And, and uh, Dwayne, and so he won't give up the stick. Then he's been threatened with hellfire, brimstone, demons are going to haunt him, and everything. Threaten this man with anything. Uh, it, it gets retarded under the shit he gets threatened with. But then at the end. <laughs> Uh, when Dwayne finally breaks, we weren't even expecting him to break on this. <laughs> it was just a normal Tuesday at this point in our lives. I was like, Dwayne, I'm going to tell you something, motherfucker. You either give me the stick and I'll make you a king, or you don't give me the stick and I'm going to fuck you in the ass. <laughs> and Dwayne goes, okay, fine, I'll give you the stick. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, oh, uh, yeah, well, good. It's cool. That's, that's what I said. And that's it all what I've been happens, saying the whole time. It all comes up to the Pop Evil concert. And this is the grand finale. And we couldn't have wrote this any better. Dwayne te- or Rick tells Dwayne, or the devil tells Dwayne, that he's going to come to him at the Pop Evil concert in the form of a woman in a red dress. Oh, no. And uh, he's got to give her the stick. And then we're at the concert. We're all having a good time. You know, nobody was going to show up. It was just us <laughs> fucking with Dwayne. And then we look over at the door, and our friend Candace came in. And Candace was blonde, and she was very beautiful. And she had a figure like a supermodel. Yeah. And she comes walking in wearing black high heel shoes. And a red dress. And a one-piece skin-tight mm. red dress. <laughs> and the look on Rick's face when he saw her and laid eyes on her was priceless, dude. Like, he goes running up to this girl and he's like, please do me this favor. Will you please go up to this man and say, give me the stick, you fucking cocksucker? <laughs> And now she has no reference on what the fuck right, we're she talking. Said, yeah, no idea what the hell's going on. And uh, it did she takes do it? it takes it took a little convincing. <laughs> yeah, but she did it. Nice. She goes up to Dwayne, grabs him, goes, "Give me the stick, cocksucker!" And Dwayne, his face turned white as this fucking wall. <laughs> he, and, you, you know, in the cartoons where their hair stands up before they scream. That's, right. I swear to God, you dude did, jumped out of not, his skeleton. Dude, Dwayne, like he 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 did this, like he did this one. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and, and he goes. <laughs> and he takes off out the door and then we go running after Dwayne to see where he went outside and he's nowhere to be found and we got scared and Rick tried to call him couldn't scared. get a hold of him and then I tried to call him couldn't get a hold of him Matt tried to call him couldn't get a hold of him and then Rick got an idea and he used the angel phone number that he'd been caller ID faking Dwayne oh. And he used the angel phone number to fake out and get Dwayne to come back in. But then I see this is where the joke should be over. Look, Dwayne, we've just been fucking yeah, with right. you, buddy. Come on <laughs> in, have it. We'll buy you some beers. But no. No. But no. of course that's not what the fuck happened. So instead, Dwayne, uh, Rick's doing the angel voice, and he tells, uh, I don't have a quote for it. I, oh, I, I, I was like, I'm I don't, I don't have a quote for it. It's better this way because so I, I don't know exactly what he said. I was fixing to be like, all right, so it's, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Yes. Dwayne, you got to go back. What? I don't want to go back. She's here. Dwayne. <laughs> Listen, man. 
Because Rick doesn't do a good character either. No. Listen, man, you gotta go save her. She's under a magic spell. <laughs> what? What was that? She's under a magic spell. You gotta go save her and free her from the demons. <laughs> so he tells him you gotta go grab her, shake her, and scream Maui Bagawi or some shit. <laughs> and oh, then, this poor girl, she never saw it coming. And then Dwayne comes back in, and we all see him, but he doesn't know we see him. Oh my! God. And he's coming in, looking around, all shifty eyed. He's hold- I remember he was holding the beer because he wasn't gonna put that beer down. No. <laughs> and uh, we're still in the south, mind you. Yeah. <laughs> and he uh, goes up to her, and uh, and uh, he grabs her on the shoulder, and around. Oh, we begin. <laughs> and then she goes, "Oh God, what happened? Who are, who are you? Where am I?" Oh. <laughs> Oh my god oh, no. <laughs> and then rick's like or Dwayne's like oh i saved you give me a hug and then, <laughs> and then the best part the best part we didn't even get this on film or anything that's too bad there's video floating around out there if you can find it of Dwayne casting the demon out i have seen it recently <laughs> and, i've seen it recently yeah I, like since we did the podcast about it i've seen the footage now yeah. the footage has been found and provided of the that footage has been found <laughs> but my favorite part of the night is I was sitting over at the bar. It was between bands. The show had already started. We were getting ready for Pop Evil to come on. I'm sitting over at the end of the bar just having a beer and chilling. And Dwayne, and there's these girls over there. And Dwayne comes walking up, gets between me and these girls, and he orders the beer. And he starts flirting with this girl. So, and he goes, what's up, baby? You see me cast that demon? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of the whole thing. <laughs> that's dude that's a pickup line that's pickup worthy i know right right <laughs> shit hey man <laughs> you see me cast that demon out so you uh, see why i had to tell the whole that's story the ultimate pickup line. it's a long story but i had to get to that that punchline at the oh end is the my best god part. That's the best pickup line, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. My dad told me a slew of pickup lines when I was a kid. Oh, yeah? Hey, so uh, your mom's a mom and my mom's a mom, so we must be related. That worked for my father. <laughs> that was his what? fucking... That was his pussy jam. He's like, man, you get those girls up in there. They'd be like, oh, well, oh, all right. And I'm like... <laughs> Girl, you tell them they're related. That's, <laughs> what, that's what I was trying to figure this one. Hey man, that, know, was, that, was right? old, that was the old timey days when Hold it was on. okay to fuck your cousin. This is I guess. some kind of new kind of math that I don't know about. <laughs> Hold on, you carry the four. I don't this know, is like man. The old brother, where art thou? That's, that's what worked in the '60s, I guess. Oh. You know, <sighs> hey, I, it was the time for free love. It was the time. And it, apparently my pop uh, down in Alton somewhere had a girl like as wet as a dish rag. Now, these are his words. <laughs> pressed up against the fucking porch, right? And she started doing shit he didn't like. So he spun her belt around and belted her to the fucking porch and left her there. <laughs> she was like, let me get out! Like screaming and yelling on her on her porch. Her dad had to come get her like at one in the morning. Uh, oh, my oh, God. My, my pop was fucking savage, man. Oh, that's funny. I don't chase the pussy. The pussy chased me. <laughs> I got a oh, video to share right. with you guys. Can I share a video with yeah, you guys man, real let's, quick? Uh, let's see if we can do this. <clears throat> We're going to try this here. Here we go, man. Okay. So an Idaho, an Idaho man broke a Guinness World Record by using his nose to inflate 10 balloons what? in one minute. <laughs> what? Uh, so, uh, yeah, so he tried to break this record about five years ago, but issues including cold seasons and allergy seasons we go. kept him from exceeding the previous record of nine balloons. So, fuck it. Let's just get to the video, right? Makes sense. Well, Here we go. Let's... Oh, boy. Oh, hey there, folks. It's David Rush going after the Guinness 
It's a world oh record title. Oh. The most <laughs> balloons inflated in one minute using only the nose. Current mark is nine, and that's my target today. Hey there, oh, folks. Look, coupon it's your boy. Does that feel good? <laughs> Advertise found. In one minute, using only my Hold nose. On, me, I'm not going to say I got it to my first try because, Jeremy, it. did I? Oh. Click Two, on that ad one, so we can get this go. man paid. <laughs> Watch this shit, man. I'm going to go ahead and mute this dude. Uh, yeah, because that's going to that's gonna be harsh oh, on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that, man. Oh, he's it's got like a... one move. Like he's got it down. <clears throat> now I wonder, like, <laughs> didn't Howie Mandel do this? Does he purposefully like? Because cl- like, wouldn't you think having like one nostril being clogged would wow. actually be an advantage for something like this? Like you clog the shit out of one nostril. Not if you're putting them both though. I'm not. Oh, he's doing on... both, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah he sure he's pushing from his diaphragm. He's too. double barreling it. Like, see, if you watch his chest <laughs> and his stomach, he's pushing from his diaphragm. Dude, he's... I bet you this dude would be a hell of like a horn player. I bet he'd be a hell of a singer. He could at least, I don't know if he could hold the pitch, but he could at least hold the note. Yeah. He's probably good at eating pussy, too. <laughs> That's just what I was thinking, man. You put a snorkel in that guy's nose, and he ain't never coming up. Yeah, man. His wife, his wife must be super satisfied. You old motorboat and son of a bitch, you. Yeah, right. You old sailor. You know what I'm thinking, though? Somebody had to pop all these balloons, and you know somebody took a booger to the face. <laughs> True. Let's have a moment of silence for whoever that person was. Because it seems like any time a booger finds its way flying at you, it's always going to uh, land around damn, the mouth he, region. He barely hit the record. He got it in fifty nine seconds, fifty nine point and eighty seven hundred seconds. All right, well, congratulations, though, right? Yeah. All right, you can take me off now. <laughs> That's pretty dope. I just thought that was pretty awesome. I still, uh, I'm wondering about booger like flyage now. <laughs> You're still thinking about yeah. that. Dustin's got you yeah. all fucked up. Over got me there, all right? fucked up on the booger flying. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, you guys got kids. You Dude, should. Dude, I mean, a sharp this. one to oh, the foot. That I'm hurts. comfortable with boogers at this yeah. point, man. Yeah. Uh, I've taken you... worse to the face from my children. Dustin, you say. need to hear my story. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I've told this story on the show before, but Dustin, <laughs> I don't think you've heard it. Um, so this one day, I was at a stoplight. And, there, and you Lots know how so, you know how sometimes when you're at a stoplight, you like look at the person behind you in your rearview mirror, see like what, judge them, yeah, judge them, or yeah, you know, like yeah. see what the fuck they're up to, or try, try to catch them doing something silly, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so this particular day, there was this old lady, look like she's maybe like seventy behind me, and so I'm kind of just you know eavesdropping on her with my mirror, and I see your finger go up her nose, <gasps> and then I see your finger. <gasps> Go into uh, her mouth. Uh, old people oh. do that, dude. And so I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? This is like a UFO sighting for me. Like, <laughs> surely I didn't really see what I think I saw, right? Yeah. Buh. So then I keep I keep checking it out. And there That's goes, a fucking train wreck. You become now, fascinated. Right? There goes the wreck. finger up uh, the nose again. She's having a buffet at the stoplight, oh. bro. And wouldn't you know, the finger leaves the nose and goes right the fuck how back old, into the mouth. How old are we talking? Like, like oh. in her 70s, yeah. for sure. That's, that's why she's still here. That's why she's guys, still here. You guys are having breakfast right now, listening to us on Tuesday morning. Yeah, yeah enjoy, that's on you. enjoy you your McGriddle, you, bitches. You, <laughs> if you listen to this show, you know what you get. Somebody in that mm. McDonald's does that. Yeah. And then they, yeah Do you guys? I wonder if there. I wonder if there's like a, a an evolutionary reason why why people have the craving to eat their own boogers. 
I don't know if it's right? a craving. That's got to go back into no. some sort of like evolution thing, right? I would think it'd be like biting your fingernails. Why do we do oh, that? Oh, like a nervous habit type deal? Why do, we bite, why do you bite your fingernails? Yeah. See, my theory on the booger eaters is that like, <laughs> um, it's are, like, you are, know how like, you know, kids will eat dirt because they're starving for like fucking magnesium in their diet or whatever. What about paste? There's something in the in, that, <laughs> yeah, in those boogers. Fair point. Dude, I got in trouble in kindergarten. I put My teacher left the room. You were the paste eater? Yes. God my teacher it, left the room. I stood up on top of the desk and started fucking down in that Elmer's glue. That's uh, the that's the fucking thing. Down in that Elmer's down glue. Down in that Elmer's glue. <laughs> I've tried it, but I mean. We had this little slit. They had to send him to, you know, Elmer's rehab. Yeah, Dave oh, dude, it was a whole thing. Jail. Oh, we're still paying. <laughs> oh, my God. The bills. Rehab, dude. Fuck. Yeah. I made 20 bucks off the other kids to eat some glue one time. Like, <laughs> did you for real? Yeah, dude, I was a little hustler when I dude, was Dude, Elmer's, Elmer's doesn't taste bad. I, I made mean, 10 bucks to piss outside like sour milk. recess. Eh, no, I sour milk tastes, tastes worst. I, I, I haven't smelled worse. Elmer's glue in many, many years. Yeah. Whatever I tasted was like the 1990 version. Oh, yeah, that's that's different shit, because now you use Elmer's glue to make fucking glitter and slime and yeah. all that yeah. shit. Yeah, no, this yeah. was like 1987. So I don't, well, they may have changed the formula it for that edible. very reason. It was yeah. edible when we were kids, because yeah. I remember the paste eater. Like, he I, wasn't right, but he would sit over there and just be happy fucking munching on paste. That's back when Tide Pods were edible, too. No, that was long before that. The <laughs> no, paste eaters that I went to school with gave birth to the Tide Pod eaters. Yeah. You remember before them. you were hairy how you could take the Elmer's glue and rub it on your arm and then peel it and make it look like a skin was coming I off and freak out? I do remember that. No. You didn't ever freak out girls like no, that? No, I you never had. I remember that. Arms. Dude, I totally remember that. It was like you would like peel a layer of skin off. I've never had non-hairy arms. Yeah, well, I've I, never had hairy arms. I'm sorry, So Dave. there you go, man. Together, we would make a normal person. Right. Right. That where, Maybe where that's what this in. is all for, right? Maybe that's I have what this the, whole thing is for. I have, the, I have the amount, but I don't have the color, so it doesn't look like I'm that hairy. Yeah. But I'm a very hairy man. It's just blonde. Yeah. yeah. My uh, hair's so mainly on my Justin, back Justin, I have to know, because I was thinking about this, uh, you have no product in your hair right now? I do now. What do you got in there? Just mousse. Just a little mousse. Yeah, yeah, just a little mousse to make it look good for now, work. Now, you know, like at a certain point, once your hair reaches a certain point, you're going to have to chop that shit off, bro, because Mm-mm. says the guy. We can only have one. <laughs> says the guy. We're going to have two men with luscious, beautiful locks. Luscious locks. Because I'm going to tell you what my Scott, hair Scott, I don't think this guy's going to work out. I think <laughs> both of you guys should work like real long locks and then just together cut them and give them to me and donate them we to should Locks have of some Love. Co- uh, I refuse to donate to Locks of Love. <laughs> I know. Fuck Locks We'll of talk love. about that. I meant my my locks we, of love. We should have some kind of contest, and at the end, the loser has to shave. No, oh, no, uh, no, no, no. Okay, good. It takes too long to grow out, oh, man. And this, this dude, when you have long hair, your pubes. You got to shave your pubes. Okay, so what's you the end go game? You got to go straight down how, to hardwood. How long are you going to grow it out for? <laughs> what, what's the end game? <laughs> there is none. Does that mean you're going to keep growing it forever? Maybe. Nice. My man. All right. And, and now, 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 I've said that before. Fuck what the world thinks, man. I've said that, that before. And if 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 if, if I get a job mm. that that's a big if, folks. That requires that's me. The if though. But see, in this day and age, you see people in the the big people in the office with tattoos oh, and yeah. mohawks and shit all the fucking time. Absolutely. Just look at fast food. Like when 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 we were coming up and I was working in fast food, you couldn't have any kind of facial hair, couldn't have tattoos. Dudes have piercings. Now they like couldn't find ear. anybody that they would make you wear well, a band because that's stupid. I you agree. Know? They'd make you wear You're band-aids out and shit. half of the very good. A lot of very bright people. And who don't want to flip burgers and serve fries, and you're, so they get you're, face tattoos. You're putting them in a fucking box. <laughs> 
that they to. don't go in. Like, yeah. you can't judge people like No, that. I agree. I think it's stupid to not hire somebody just because of their hair or their But have you tattoos. ever seen... I mean, I, like, it's one thing if you have a tattoo on your forehead that says, fuck you, you know, like... I mean, yeah, okay. But yeah, you may speaking, not want to hire the dude that has I eat pussy as a gold, I'm okay, a gold but, medalist but what in if, pussy eating what as if a that senior guy, care person. <laughs> what if that right. guy just happens to be the best computer program coder in the oh, fucking world? Oh, if he's world, a coder, I don't give a fuck what, what he tattoos make, he has. Then the tattoo he has tells me he makes poor choices. But if he's that good, he can work from home. That's what I'm saying. There you man. go. You know? It all depends on the position. Like, if, yeah. if it's a position where you have to work with the public, then, I mean, then I might that might be a deterrent. Yeah, I don't know, man. I it might cut it. If it gets to where I can't, if I can't, if it doesn't look good when I put it in a ponytail, which last time it looked fine, so I just left it in a ponytail. But you know, like how fine? Just like imagine, fine like, or like fine. Oh, it looks fine as fuck. When I'm going out <laughs> to the club, dude, I'm going to tell you, man, I would be dressed to kill, man, because I DM that have my black shirt on with the, and I didn't have the belly at the time. Oh yeah. So yeah. I was like skinny, but I, and then I would like button the the, the <laughs> bottom three and then walk out the so fucking door. With my fucking ripped to shreds jeans and, and my hair does that. Have you ever seen the music video to like Living on a Prayer, any of those 80s Bon Jovi oh, of music? Of course video? I have. Yeah. What his hair does when it's long and he puts all that spray and shit in it is what mine does on its own naturally. And all I have to do is tie a bandana around my forehead and keep it out of my face. Yeah. Man, that kind of, to me, looked, no offense, but it kind of looked like uh, uh, the killer from Simpsons. Sideshow oh, yeah. Bob. Side Bob. It kind of does now. The, the curl that comes down. It's That's, in the sideshow Bob phase right now, but it gets it gets uh, it gets better as it as it. Grows. I can show you like pictures or videos of me from that phase. Yeah, because you're kind of in the in between phase. Yeah. you know what I mean. That's why I just throw some moose in it. What's the, shit. Long, what's the longest you've ever grown your hair? About to hear. Oh damn! So Dave's like, got luscious locks. You're about to my level there. And it, you saw it last week when we was on break, and I took yeah. my hat off. How yeah. big it is! Like it grows big, and then Same. it falls over like Same. the '80s. <laughs> Same dude. Like the dude and from Simply Red. Dude, it looks cool, dude. And shit. And I, I'm not saying chicks love it. Yeah. The, the only thing, because it is hot and it sucks on a daily basis. But when you go to the bar as a single man, girls come up to you and want to play with it, yeah. and that kicks out like five steps in the fucking process. Dude, when oh, yeah, I was in yeah. high school, I had girls coming up play with my hair all the time. And it great. And then most I'm... of whom I never fucking did the deed with. And when I look back on it, I'm like, Dave, you dumb son of a bitch. Right. You know, right. I knew. Yeah. I knew there was a couple girls I used to hang out with, and they would like say hi by grabbing your packet. Yeah, they like walk up, and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" You're oh, like, "I fucking love day. you." Yeah, dude. You know, and, and you know, now she's super. Now she's got six kids and super religious. You Absolutely, know? <laughs> man. You should have should have had it when you had the chance. Oh, is this how you met Mrs. Carwash? Yeah, Mrs. Carwash. I yeah. love that. By the way, he's calling Andrea Mrs. Carwash. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, man. So, <laughs> I like that name. <clears throat> yeah, back in the day, I was Scotty Carwash. Yes. Back in the day, she yeah. did. Too. Still I still are. am. I, I still am to several people. I addressed you as that today in, yeah, a, yeah, text. in, a, yeah, in a text. <laughs> what say you, Scotty There's people Carwash? in Chicago that still know me as Scotty Carwash. That's a cool name. Yeah. you got to roll with that. I, I have for a long time. It was sad, though, because I, I was in radio. I've, I've been in radio for about 20 years. Never used it in radio because I was local. It was a local station. They, I had a local name. So I went by my name on radio. See, that was Scotty Carwash. But then they can look the you sign. up in the phone book. I was yeah. going to say, like, calling yourself... And they did. Scotty Carwash <clears throat> is cooler than, like, you know, uh, you know, give me a cool last name. Scotty... Uh, well, I knew a dude, uh, Scotty Thunder. Scotty okay. Thunder in the morning. I, I always like, thought Zane was I cool. Think I, I tried Scotty Thunder. Scott Steele was a good one they would yeah. use. They saddled me with Dustin Storm the first time I came into wrestling. Dustin Storm. And I hated <laughs> that name. What did you want it to be? 
I didn't know, but that's what they saddled me with. The promoter said, we got to pick something. You debut tonight. And I was like, I don't know if I can pick something. So we looked over, and there's a guy named Dalton Storm there. He said, like, you're going to be Dustin Storm. Yeah, <laughs> and I hate it. Original. And then I went to uh, Brody Hawk was a promoter that I loved working for. Uh, and, that's um, a great name, by the way, Brody. Oh, dude, I love Brody. Brody was the best promoter I ever worked for. He paid me right. Uh, he paid everybody right. I'd work for him for free when I found out. I mean, I never, I didn't find out that he was paying us out of his pocket for a while. Oh shit! Or I wouldn't have took his money. That's just how much respect I had for him. Uh, but he was, he was uh, the best promoter I ever worked with. And he, uh, when I when I debuted for him, he was like, "Hey kid, what's your name?" And I was like, "Dustin Steele." And I said it because whenever somebody would ask me that, I'd be like, "Dustin Storm." <laughs> And he goes, Dustin Storm, that fucking sucks. And I go, yeah, I know, right? Nobody will fucking let me change. He goes, what's your real name? I said, Burcham. And then he goes, at my show, you're going to be Dustin Burcham. That sounds like that's got a ring to it. And so it's I, a good name, man. Right? And so I said, yeah. uh, and then and then he, I remember he turned around because he was writing the card on the, uh, we had a, a dry erase marker that mm. he would write the card, all the matches that are going to happen. He was writing the card. At the time. I remember he turned around and started writing the card. And, man, he goes, and he turned back around and goes, the professional. Dustin Burcham. And then he went back to writing, and I've been the professional Dustin Burcham ever since. Nice. Here I sit. It's Doc. <laughs> 20 years later. Yeah. Hello there, Mr. Professional Dustin Burcham. How are you doing? I've changed today? it for the occasional run as yes. a different character. But, uh, I had a couple nicknames. <laughs> well, Dustin Bones on Guns and Radio. I was known as the dude before the Big Lebowski. <laughs> the dude. Literally, people used to call me the dude. Like I, it fits though. Because it like, from what I know about you, I mean, a Dave's, bit, Dave's the dude. Right? We're just meeting. Um, and then the other one is Davy Train. Davy Train. Davy Train. I like Davy Train. Yeah. Scotty Car watching Davy Train on yeah. the old seventy seven. Yeah. If, if we were on the actual radio, that would be it, man. That would be. Money. And just Dustin, because you got to have that one guy with a lame name. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> We'll come up That's with like an Weenie in the butt in the morning. Weenie in the butt. Weenie in the butt in the morning. It's on That's it, baby. Ah, yeah. oh, I got nothing. I kind of want to do that here and learn how to do that, but you said that that, that that's not a very useful skill. So what? What Radio? do you mean, like pre-producing all of that weird sounding shit? Dropping drops live. That sounds like that would be fun. It, it, it is be. fun, but it as long as you don't like overdo it, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the problem. See, this is a podcast, not radio. So. Yeah. Right. So and I, you can easily get way into it. Oh, you can. I've overdone it on Guns and Radio back when we used drops. <laughs> yeah, it's easy to do, especially. Season. Go ahead. Oh man, that's bad. And and the best part is when we use a drop on Guns and Radio, it cuts off Caputo. Yeah. With what we use now. <laughs> yeah. And so <laughs> sometimes I'll just. So do you just hit that button when you want him to shut the fuck up? No, I'm just <laughs> fuck with him. He's he's like he, Caputo at this point is one of my best friends. Yeah. Like I, we've been working together now for three three years. Wow. About to be yeah, four. almost three. We're starting four. Soon, yeah, we're so. about to start our fourth year together. So have you guys ever met? Nope. Nope. Wow. Yeah. We were going to do that. I'm a little drop a little little bomb. I don't know if we said it on Guns and uh, Radio uh, or not because we didn't want to get anybody hopes up. In exclusive. Case anything fell out, but that was a, the original plan for the season finale. Was Caputo was going to fly here. We were still going to come here. Oh, yeah? And take over the uh, the after, maybe not the after hours, but whenever we did, you know, whatever our plan was yeah. to tape a segment for with you guys, except we were going to be in person, and we were just going to straight up, we were going to make it look like we straight yeah. up walked in 
Obviously, it would oh, be yeah, scripted. Yeah. Well, yeah. But we make it look like we... Or we just, also had tossed around the idea of not telling you guys. <laughs> just showing up. And just showing up. But Dude, I was like... I want somebody to do that at some point. Yeah. <laughs> like, while we're, we're, we're down here recording, somebody just shows up, rolls up, hey, what's going on? Yes. You know? I also awesome. toyed around with the idea, because I have so many international contacts now, of just randomly on a Wednesday night calling somebody up. We did that with getting dizzy with it in the first season. Yeah. Except we taped that at like 10 o'clock at night on a Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, so the last like, thing we would do after recording like three fucking other yeah. s- segments of stuff. Yeah, because we taped all in one day at the time. We Damn. still do, but now we've greatly reduced our input of shows to just two a, two a week. That's and, some marathoning right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm come over here and I'm doing this thing. Now. I know, I know. You're and a busy guy. I, you are a busy dude, world. man. Yeah, well, it's nice to be on a team for a change. I, I mean, Caputo's a good team. Don't get me wrong. We we make a good team over here, but it's something different when you sit down and you're in a room oh, together. Yeah. And we yeah. Chill, yeah. drink whiskey and shit together. Right together. I'll be honest. like, And you're all at the same table. Yeah. yeah. And I'll be honest. Scotty knows this. Like, Generally speaking, I'm not a huge fan of like having guests over Zoom or Facebook or whatever. Um, because now tonight... I think it's been pretty smooth. No, we've had a great time tonight. It's oh yeah, well, Caputo knows what he's doing. Well, too. but but not that just, helps. not just that, yeah. but that like helps. the there, I can tell there's not like a bad delay tonight. <laughs> yeah. Whereas oh, like yeah. me and Scotty have done episodes like with JT. Oh, yeah. Where the delay has just made the conversations horrendous. Well, and a lot of times too, that was the computer. I would say nine times out of ten. Yeah. Since then, as as Dustin and I have been talking. Yeah. Like I've upgraded our computer, upgraded the board, I've upgraded the whole the whole thing and we're fixing to go through another upgrade too so yeah, yeah we you got taught you. me a lot of things i can use for guns and radio to increase the production we've got a few kinks that we're trying to work out but yeah absolutely man it's going to save us 300 dollars a year if we can get those and, kinks like. and that's that's where it's at right there you, you just can make do that it check out to dave jordan <laughs> i'm actually scotty's agent yes. so um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I only, buy some music. I only get ten percent. <laughs> yeah, Scott gets. 10%. He's such a good agent. Yeah, absolutely. That's a pretty good agent when you when you can live off their salary. Yeah. <laughs> That'd well, be like Doc from Kiss. Yeah, Doc Henderson is it? Yeah, Chris. Doc McGee. McGee, not McGee. Who's Doc Henderson? Is that any relation to Tits McGee? I hope so. Second cousin twice. <laughs> my knowledge, you know. <laughs> if you ever seen Doc in any of the documentaries or on Family Jewel or anything like that, then uh, I, I think Tits McGee would make a great. <laughs> I, that makes me want him to have that very Doc McGee personality. Tits McGee. Say, that's probably Gene Simmons' wife, then, actually. <laughs> oh, oh, seriously. <laughs> oh, like she hooking Maybe, up with Doc is what that sounds like. So, funny story. My uh, my wife's grandmother was she's she's gone now. Her and her husband at the time they're both they're both passed. So no one's getting embarrassed here. Uh, but they <laughs> they were both after after she died. We found out she was a, a nudist colonist type person. <laughs> and every summer they always used to go to this place. It was like uh, they they had a nice pool. We'd go hang out by the pool. She would say, "Well, they were going up to Chicago to this like nudist, nudist colony. colony, and they were uh, all nude." But it's she's grandma. like sixty sixty five, right? Yeah, up uh. there tits out, you know. But I guess apparently, like her and her husband at the time were in the hot tub with Gene Simmons. And she got huh. like one on one naked, like with Gene Simmons. 
Dope. And the dude, she was like, is your tongue really that long? And he was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> Show me. Like, oh, yeah. flopped it out for you. Nice. And that's somebody's grandma. Right. Uh, it's kind of like that's whenever. That's the thing I keep getting. I can't get past the grandma part. Yeah. No, man, my own dude. Grandma. Dude, one day, kids' grandmas are going to have back tats that say fucking juicy. But it's going to be like dripping, like a half-chewed high-chew. Dude, and, I, and I will be sleeping with <laughs> right. Half of the grandmas are going to have face tattoos when we're old, right? Like, Right. It's going to get weird. Grandpas boys. are going to be walking around. What's up, brah? Uh, can you imagine when we're 80 and we're fucking those 60-year-olds that we've been too creeped out to fuck at any other God, point in our wait. life? Yeah. <laughs> they were just too young. But then at that time, we'd be like, yeah, I'm robbing that cradle, No, baby. man, I'm going to be popping some blue shoes <laughs> that I get off Facebook. Yeah. I'm going to be going up in there. That She's already halfway works. out of her fucking mind. I'm probably already there, too. Yeah. I'm just going to plow. <laughs> and then you don't got to fuck with getting her pregnant. If you get an STD that's going to kill you in 30 years, oh, well, fuck it. <laughs> hey, 30 years is a good long time, Dude, man. What we'll STD is a 30-year time bomb? If I'm 80 and I'm getting like a 30-year time bomb STD, then fuck it. It's cool, huh. man. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> just be graceful about it, right? I hey, just look, wanna, this I, thing I've will said kill it you before. in 30 years. We both got, what, six left? Let's, I, let's roll with it. I've them, said right? it before, man. I want to die while I'm bedding whoever. I want to be going and coming at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would like for it to not be a 60-year-old woman, but... I, I prefer, mean, like, my 16-year-old bride, but, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> 98-year-old man died bedding his Scott, 16-year-old bride. Scott's still waiting on that approval from the uh, FDLS. <laughs> <laughs> Warren Jeffs has a lot... <laughs> A lot of letters he's got to respond Man, to. Man, I got an 18-year-old one time on a date, and this was the only time. And uh, we Secrets. met We Secret met after time. a show, and I don't fuck with girls. I, I, I bitch about the boys fucking with the girls that are in the audience, because if you piss them off, they don't come back, and then they take all their friends. Yeah. And if you can't draw girls, you won't draw men, because you got to draw girls, because all the men will come, because that's where the girls are. But yeah. when you start fucking the girls and pissing them off and stuff, and yeah. and y'all break up, and she's going to go away. Well, I, I, I've had this rule for years. Never fuck a girl from the crowd. Well, this one was hot. And, you know, so <laughs> well, things, not things tonight. Happen. And I was semi-retired yeah. at the time so i only made three or four appearances a year and so i was like you know what fuck it so, and then i made her show me her driver's license i'm over here with a calculator making sure this shit's 18 and dude, that's crazy. pulling this thing dude i'm down, not even kidding fucking... i got the light on my phone shining looking for the reflection <laughs> you're just shit. fucking cop officer you're like fucking oh yeah i'm making sure out. this bitch is 18 like she Can we do not... a quick hymen check? Is your grandma here in the crowd? I need four <laughs> forms of ID. Yeah. Oh, dude, I was making motherfucking sure this chick was 18. And uh, so we left together. Uh, we was going to have sex. Did you guys go to the Waffle House instead? No, no. Uh, we were on my way to my house, and I took her I took her the, uh, what I call the, uh, the crazy girl route. Oh. Because I had enough. You had a route for crazy oh, dude. bitches. Yeah. Dude, I had a fucking, I had a playbook of shit with crazy girl. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, man. I didn't realize I was fucking with a pro here. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, man. I had my technique down and everything, man. Like, kept extra toothbrushes at the house for when they spent the night so they could brush their teeth in the morning. Fuck yeah. Had some girly smelling shampoo mm. so they could wash off, you know. But not too much because you want them to get the fuck out. Oh, no. Well, the trick is, is in the morning is when you're making them breakfast, you always got to have one, one good player trick 
and this is me telling some truth right now, is always keep a good long blanket at the foot of the bed. So in the morning when you wake up and she's naked, like all she's got to do is wrap up in that blanket to come eat breakfast. Wrap her up in that blanket. Make sure she feels comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Give her a kiss on the cheek. Right, bring her in. Yeah. Let her eat breakfast. Yeah. But then see, because uh, it's a lot easier to get that blanket off a second time than it is to get them clothes off once she puts those back on. And so then you hit it on the way out? Hell yeah. Okay, all you right. You do it again yeah. before she leaves. Y'all have some more fun. And then if she ain't feeling it, all right, let me get you your clothes and everything. Right, right. I was, I, mean, dude. I would, sometimes I'd wash their clothes while they was asleep and stuff. Dude, well, I, yeah, I mean, you can't put those on right now. If well. I could tell one thing, if I could tell one thing to young Dave yeah. that old Dave knows. Sniff more panties? No. Gross. No, you made <laughs> It would be this. <laughs> Ask her if she wants a massage. Because if she says yes to that, you're in there, bro. Oh, once you yeah. get the, once you make the hands-on hand contact, I'm willingly, good, I've never done masseuse, it. I'm a good masseuse, man. Like, skin I, I gotta, to skin. Got to brag on myself. I'm a pretty good masseuse. Oh yeah. yeah, every guy thinks they are though. Oh, I am. My wife tells me every mm, night. Mm. Yeah. Well, your wife would know, shit, man. I've never. Yeah. I've, I've, She's like a fucking world-class athlete over absolutely. there. The last time we. I mean, oh my god, Dave's having sex with a world-class athlete. I didn't even time, realize that. Last time we sat down and tried to do my body count, we got up to like 42, and I've never had a one-night stand. So I must be doing something right. I've had one. I've had one myself. But otherwise, I'm not. Like, I was t- I've talked to my wife about this. Like, I'm not a one-night stand type dude. Like, if I'm going to hook up with a girl, there has to be, like, some type of actual, like, genuine connection there. There can be, but it doesn't have to be a permanent one. Like, there's two different sides to that. Like... Like that's what I was thinking. Yeah, you can have a friendship. And I was somebody. thinking two different sides, like not a hot dog down a hallway. <laughs> you got to be able to touch them both, right? Yeah. Well, I'm saying yeah. like every friendship is different. Like mine and Chris's friendship is different than you guys' yeah. friendship. I'm, our friendship is different than mine and Chris's. Sure. You know? And and the one with I have with my buddies back home is different from you guys. Right. I don't like get dick. Pi- I don't get any more dick pics from Dave. There's, there's it's yeah. so weird. There's I'm different sorry. kinds. Oh. Of di- it's that way with girls. You got you know some girls that are friends, and you know you guys have those intimate moments together and you know you enjoy yeah. each other's company and stuff like that but you know uh that's about it well, yeah. like a fuck buddy i mean if that's what you want to call it i never looked at it that way i just looked at it as another friendship that had a different uh flavor to it yeah had a little extra flavor i treated everybody and, and that was another thing i did though is i gross. never treated these girls with anything but respect like <laughs> i was keeping toothbrushes for them they knew they went to i never said i love you right yeah they knew what did was you ever up. shut the water off uh, you didn't want them getting too comfortable. You just no, keep a no. pipe wrench underneath I and made, shut the water dude, off. I made it like a fucking night at the spa. Like, I had a buddy that full did that. fucking service when you come to my house. Like, I made his, it a night to yeah, remember. Not, not my boy. He made it like you were fucking in a slumlord's tenant's like, oh, yeah. piece of shit house. You know? <laughs> now, he'd he go would, down and fuck with the brake box. No, he would go box. to the meter and he'd shut the fucking water off so they wouldn't like hang around <laughs> the next morning. They'd get up, try to get water or use the toilet, and there's nothing there, so they'd uh-huh. leave. It's a good way to get them out. But they won't come back. See what I would, I, even my, my bedroom <laughs> would be immaculately clean. Yeah. And I would oh, use. Oh, keep it clean. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, my living room might not be that great because this is my house. I like, mean, I'm, homeless clean. But, but like, I clean. remember the first time that. And usually the first time they come in, they're a little bit taken back by the bedroom because when you turn on the <gasps> light. 
or before you ever turn on the lights, it would always have this red glow to it, and all my sheets and everything was red and black. And then I had the the good smellies going and the the extra shaggy carpet around oh, the yeah. bed. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, all about touch and experience. Yeah, you had the experience going. Yeah. Women like free, women like to be in a clean environment that they feel comfortable in, and you got to do everything you can to make them feel comfortable. So if they make you feel love com- making palace, that's what I used to call it. <laughs> Stabbing cabin. That's what we called it. That's nice. I'm a love maker, man. I like to. I, I like to have that. that I do Ow. like to have a, a, love, a connection. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know what you mean. There's yeah. got to be like. And, I like to connect as well with this with this 18 year old girl. Mm. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot we were talking about yeah. her. So the crazy okay. route. The crazy route. You know, I told you my house was 30 minutes from anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You can get there just straight on the main road, but there's a lot of back roads that intertwine and connect in random and weird and places. That's the crazy route. That's the crazy route. Yeah. Because I know those back roads like the back of my hand. I grew up on those roads okay. walking on them and riding my bike on them. I know these fucking roads. And so this 30-minute trip would take at least 45 because I'd, I'd go on the back roads, take a bunch of unnecessary turns. Smart. Just to make sure she couldn't ever find her way back. <laughs> Smart. And I wondered where that was going. Straight out of the fucking John Wayne Gacy playbook. Right, uh, right. Well, you didn't get... Well, no, because she First was going to leave. disoriented. I was going to take her home, like, you know what I mean, but... Like, she Kool-Aid with LSD, too? Jesus, I was going to say, is this before or after the roofies, Dustin? Right. I never roofied anybody. I know. I, I know. never have. Why would I waste good drugs on them i know right dude if i had a roofie i'd be doing the roofie and not right. worrying about fucking right? <laughs> just say, These be for me that, that's called time, that's called time travel drop some roofies and go watch cartoons <laughs> fuck this yeah. and then wake up on tuesday but this girl we had nothing in common and this conversation was so painful because in a way it was like talking to a little kid and the longer it went on, the less I, I wanted to do this. And I had tapped out completely, and I'd gotten to the point where I was uh, trying to figure out how am I going to get out of this gracefully. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, fuck it. I don't live in this state no more. <laughs> and so uh, I just started. I just turned around and got I got back on the main highway at a, at a toward the end of it just so I get her back to Huddle House faster. Mm, <laughs> Huddle yeah. House. And I, took, I knew it was, it was either that or the Waffle Oh, did I not tell? I, I thought I did. No, it was Huddle House. Hell was Huddle yes. House. Yeah, Love and so I got God her back damn. to her car, and she was a little taken back because she thought that I was like, "I'll catch you next time." You know, mm. I was I was polite the whole way. She never knew. A That's true like, gentleman. This was supposed to be a first date. I, I'm all I try my best to be uh, a, a gentleman because I mean that makes them appreciate you and shit, and then you. You know, they'll come back a second time. Oh, absolutely, man. Now, Caputo, he just slays push left and right. I was going to say, he's slaying. He don't even have any remorse, man. This guy is cold. Like, he just slides up in there, he starts slaying, and then... Slaying. He he goes on to the next bar. (laughs) Try another one, Dave. (laughs) Slaying in the bar. So, it's what, about 10.48 for you, Caputo? Uh, Yeah. I assume you got to go to work tomorrow? Uh, not till later in the day. I perfect. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Good man. Good man. Are we getting ready to cool so it down? I think we are going to get ready and cool it down here in uh, Uno Memento. So we'll do a quick one of these. I'm doing that. That was you. Okay. Yeah, so so uh, we'll thank our Patreon patrons again. Let's do this, Dave. Jeff City Paranormal Society. Yes. The homie JT Paranormal Son. Yes. Our good friend Jamie Rector, Ben Connolly, in the group. Records. Oh, Boom. The homie Dub IZ. What up, fam? Help me out. And. Biscuit Strength. Biscuit Strength. There it is, right Sometimes there. Sometimes I need the assist. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
so, if you would like to help us out, head on over to patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast. That's right. Yeah. Five bucks a month, you get early you get access. Stuff, man. Yeah, early access. There's to so the much content up there that no one has seen. You're going to love it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Send us a self-addressed stamped envelope, and we'll even give you one of these stickers over here. We'll even throw Absolutely. in a Paranormal Society one. Yeah. Is that a big stack or a little stack? I think it's a small stack. Then I, you better get those envelopes in awful quick. You better I, hurry. I, I don't even know where they would send them. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah, just go ahead and get them in. Send me a message. <laughs> Via email. <laughs> All right, let's take a break, y'all. Yeah. We'll be right back. On the old 77. Oh, I gotta piss. <laughs> <laughs> In the Groove, Vinyl Records and More has the widest variety of new and used music, carrying new and reissued vinyl, used CDs and cassette tapes, in business for over 20 years, offering the best variety and service we possibly can. In the year 2000, we started out as a little hole in the wall, and now In the Groove is a full-service record shop with thousands of records to choose from, buying rock, jazz, R&B, soul, and blues records, 33s, 45s, and 78s. We also buy CDs and cassette tapes we've been buying and selling since 2000 in the groove is a one-stop shop for records stereo equipment cds and other fun oddities 708 jefferson street jefferson city missouri give us a thumbs up and follow us on facebook in the groove vinyl records and more bumpy in here man it's very bumpy you know what there's not enough gay men without their shirts on dancing uh, uh, <laughs> that's too bad we could change that scott i always think of i always think of uh sandstorm by dardry i don't know that i'm not familiar with it's that a rude Darude, thank you, Darude. Darude Sandstorm, classic. Yeah, I've been saying Darude for. <laughs> Is that a song? Sandstorm, yeah, I wouldn't play it. It's no, a, I won't. I won't. It's, it's, a, on the air. it's a no-no song. I won't even YouTube. sing it on the air, will I, Scott? No, oh, you no, can't no. sing it. It's an instrumental. Dave gets like, in trouble dun, for dun, that. Dun, 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 I won't dun, even dun. hum it, bro. I, I won't even hum it, bro. <laughs> I guarantee you've heard it. <laughs> Uh, when you hear it, you'll you'll be like, oh, that's what that's called. Well, the last I'm time sure, Dave played something, we got dinged. Yeah. Oh, did we? Yeah, he grabbed a guitar right over here. Oh, he yeah, played yeah. glycerine. I thought you meant last week. No, 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 no. No, we, uh, we, uh, we, it, it, we, oh, God, we were all drunk. We were and drunk and it. we sung glycerine and I played it on the guitar and they fucking <laughs> and they dinged us. demonetized yeah, us. It was for like, it. this is the original glycerine. He gave us a copyright. And so, of course, we were all like, we're that fucking good. Yeah, man. I took it as a compliment. Oh, for yeah. Sure. That is a compliment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you can I play, would. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you right. can play it well enough to get dinged on YouTube, that's saying something. Absolutely. I mean, that should be everybody's you standard. the algorithm. Yeah. As a shitty guitarist myself, <laughs> I have never fooled an algorithm. So, I mean. No, yeah. neither have I. Neither you get there I. one day, young Jedi. You, mean, <laughs> you young Padawans. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, see, Caputo plays guitar, but he won't play on the show because he, you know, because then all the girls will be fucking floating. Yeah, right, is, is he good? Email. Well, I'm alright. Yeah, yeah, you're pretty good. There's only seven days in a week, and I'm you know sometimes right. you don't want to get pussy. You just want to watch TV. Oh Absolutely. yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's, I mean, when it just comes flooding into the house. It you, wears you out. you got to take at least one day off. I'm telling you, man, meeting Caputo put a different perspective on what that kind of lifestyle is like. Like, I never saw the downside of just constantly girls coming in wanting to fuck until yeah. I met Chris and he was explaining what it's like. Right, right. Me. Yeah. And, it, it, you know, it can be, it sounds like it can be a hard life to live sometimes. Right, yeah, I see the book in easy. the background. The guy, you know, how to handle for the guy who has too much. Yes, yeah. exactly. I understand. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Slaying Poor guy, he's gifted with the gift and also slaying it, so... Yeah, is that is that slang pussy for dummies? I see. Back there? Yeah, no, no, it's not. No. <laughs> yeah, he wrote it. <laughs> That's why he's got ten copies. <laughs> That's why it's autographed. It's so weird. I didn't understand. I don't know, man. If you autograph your own book and then that's the copy you keep well, in no, your no, house. No, no, no. You're just that... keeping that around. That's right? there just to hand out to people. That's yeah. Kanye West style. That's uh, trick or treaters, man. Uh, Here you, you go. You know, Kanye's got a collection of Kanye. Oh, yeah, shit. but all the pages are stuck together. I'll tell you this much. Jerry the King Lawler has a whole collection of Jerry the King Lawler shit. He's got every crown, every I robe. I believe that. As he should. As he should, right? He should, yeah, wouldn't you? I would. I, if I had action figures, I'd have all of them. Okay, so, Chris. I'd have all of them. Every poster? I want to know, um, <laughs> since, since you know, you're on a Guns N' Roses podcast, what's your favorite GNR song? Can you pick just one, or do you have, like... You know, like a. <clears throat> do you have a few favorites that you keep on rotation as your number one? Like, what? What, what is it? What, what comes to the top of the list for you, man? Oh man, it's it's tough to pick a number one, especially. I mean, I know the GNR discography is like very, very small, very few and limited, but it makes up more in the quality than the quantity. So it's still. Yeah. To pick one is a little tough. I can sure. give like maybe like a top five in general. Okay, let's hear that. You know, um, I think uh, well, there's a lot of obvious ones in there. I say "Welcome to the Jungle" is a top five. Uh huh. The fact um, that the fact that you've heard it like a billion times on the radio doesn't like was, ruin the song that's for what you. I was yeah, it hits. no, not not yet that one. A couple yet. other ones have, but not that one yet. When you when you've been to the concerts frequently and you know this show and you yeah. watch them live a lot welcome to the jungle hits different when you hear it on the radio having been in that front row spot many times knowing you know what i mean having those memories to go with it i think that that's yeah. fair to say because caputo's been to several too so being a big baseball guy just to go on a little side tangent here being a big big <laughs> baseball guy uh mark mcguire when he was chasing the home run record his walk-up music that year was "Welcome to the Jungle," <laughs> nice. and I remember going to oh, some games yeah, yeah. and and you know them putting putting that song up on the PA oh, yeah. system and announcing you know now batting. I've never been to a sporting event and not heard "Welcome to the Jungle," even yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sidebar. Keep going. Keep going, Chris. What are your other uh, <laughs> top five favorites? Oh man, uh, quite a few more. I think we're, I could literally put like entire albums on this list but you yeah. can only do like so much you got to pick your favorite um, child here man or your favorite yeah, children that's, that's next that's week on the I'm old like, 70s i'm like right, playing god over here this is more like your favorite yeah. cousin let's be honest yeah. keep, keep going though i want to hear i want to hear some more i want to hear some more what do you got uh, you always got to go with um uh oh i was about to say one and i was switching it to the other actually um, I'm gonna go. Estrange is one of my favorites. Oh, dude, Honest, I, uh, dude, Estrange, like that's always like the one, like because I'm not, I like, I, I, I like, and I would even say that I love GNR, but I'm sure probably not as mm. obsessed as you guys are. But, but Estranged is always my like. That's my favorite like hidden gem 
with GNR. Like, like that's one of those long epic songs, kind of like November Rain, but it's kind of the mm. one that most people forget about. I love that song, man. I wouldn't even say we're obsessed with GNR because we criticize them pretty fucking heavily well, you can on still our be, show. You can oh, still yeah. be obsessed and also like, criticize. But well, you yeah, think a Star Wars fan doesn't criticize Star Wars? Right. Come oh, yeah. Well, we don't do it oh. to that extent. Like we don't make a hatred out of it because sure, we those love, people are we do love love the you band. aren't really living then. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good pick though, man. Yeah. I love Estrange. It's one of so my favorites. Two. Yeah, it's one of my one of my very favorites. Keep going. What else you got? Street, um, El Dos. One, one that probably a lot of people have listened to because, like, it's from Chinese Democracy, and people are like, "Oh, Slash isn't on the album," but it, it's still a great tune. I have to go with Better. Oh, it's a better. very good song. Right, and I know I one to... we reviewed on Guns and Radio, which was probably one of our better episodes. Who was that? Was guitarist for that? Was that Buckethead? There was like uh, twelve. Uh, okay. yeah, it was Buckethead, Robin Fink. I think I. That was Robin Fink's like song. He basically oh, right. wrote that riff and all that. Um, and then on the, I think on there was the, like at least four guitars on there. On Dang the track, it, it was Bumblefoot. Uh, on the album version, it was Bum- they they used takes from Bumblefoot, Buckethead, Robin Fink, and uh, I think that's it. Bumblefoot and Buckethead. Then you have uh, you have some Fortis in there, don't you? Yeah, probably Fortis. I mean, on for the rhythm. rhythm, probably he's he's more rhythm though than lead. Yeah. Okay, well, that's one that I have not heard, but I just went into my Spotify and added it to my queue. I'm going to so tell you, listen dude, to it on the way home. That. Uh, that's that's what song. I do, man. He's he's on to something. That is one. Of, is it a is, long song? No, but it's one that made that's, me. It's one of those emotional. It's a it's a it's one of the songs I would say that made me fall in love with this band to the extent that I did was better. Wow! Like a lot of my favorite shit came off of Chinese Democracy, and people shit on that record all the time. And that's one of my favorite records of all time. Period. Now I'm assuming that you've been a GNR fan since you were very young. Uh, for me, oh, it goes. Bobby. For me, it goes back to when I was. Uh, God, I don't even remember. I was I was a preteen. I know. And a buddy of mine had one of the. Uh, it was uh, the Japan. It was a Japanese concert that they released on VHS. Of course, I didn't have the box. It was a tape of a tape where mm-hmm. somebody boot. Because you know how we used to trade tapes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure, of course. And uh, he was like, Shut "Dude, up, man, take this." What we were it? watching. I don't know. It. I say I wasn't allowed to listen to this kind of music because you remember I told you it was all gospel. It was sure, all, you were in a cult, bro. Oh. If it wasn't about, if it wasn't like Bill Gaither kind of gospel. Too. Oh my God! Like <laughs> I did Sunday sign on for fifteen, almost almost fifteen years, and it was yeah. that kind of music. Well, that's what I was all I was allowed to listen. This I was, always wanted to go out and do something bad to level out. Well, this was no the thanks. tape that was hid in my house, close to my titty tape, probably where, where my titty <laughs> tape would get hid in my teenage years. All your Playboys. Is yeah. that how? Is that how you got found out? No, uh, they they never found this tape. I actually lost the tape though. Uh, I think I was taking it to one of my grandmas or something. It got mixed in with one of my cousin's tapes because I wanted to show it to my cousin. And then I ended up with something like that. I remember losing it because I remember being bummed when I lost that because I didn't know nothing. And we didn't have the internet yet. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't nobody I could ask to really figure out where that tape was. I'd moved to another uh, town. And so yep. the boy I got it from, I didn't go to school with anymore. And I knew everybody's name. You want to know? You want to guess the last Guns N' Roses member's name I learned? Duff. Axel. Really? Why? How? Because Axel introduces everybody else on that tape, and I watched that tape oh, a million fucking times. Interesting. And he never introduced himself. A good lead man saves himself for the last. Yeah. Yeah. And absolutely. Slash didn't wear a top hat either. I didn't know. Oh about, no shit. Yeah. I wow. Slash, Slash don't wear a top hat on that. I didn't. The first. I mean, I always remember Slash with a top hat, but then when I really think about it, I think Cigarettes the first time. I remember. Yeah. First time I both. saw him was in, he was in Velvet Revolver by then. 
because yeah. I didn't. I mean, yeah, I got into music videos when I was a teenager, but by then MTV was playing rap and shit. Oh, they yeah. weren't playing a lot of GNR and shit. I didn't. It, it, it took a while for me to discover uh, that hair metal kind of shit that I like to listen to. I lived through it, so that's why I don't like it today. Oh, I, I love it. That's my favorite. It's not not necessarily like like it. It's just not my jam. I don't normally yeah. listen to it. Yeah. What you think, Caputo? How'd you get into GNR? Um, I was, let me see, I, I was 2006, I would have probably been like around 11, 12 years old, um, just like rummaging uh, through, a, my uncle had like a vast like CD collection of stuff, this to a lot of like rock and roll and stuff, I remember uh, picking up Appetite for Distortion, and just listening to that, and I got really hooked on this band since then, um, and then I went to go see my concert a few months later, my first concert ever. <laughs> you mean for Destruction, you just, you just, you just gave yeah. Brando a plug. Yeah, well, no, I'm. <laughs> wait, I'm I was 11 years old listening to Brando. <laughs> you, wait, said no. dis- you said distortion. You said distortion. I was like, damn. Did what? I say that? I yeah, didn't know that did. tune. It's a, oh, a Freudian slip. I got my D's mixed up. I thought that. I th- <laughs> at first, I was like, well, fuck, maybe that's like a mixtape or something. Too. That's yeah. another. Appetite for Distortion is another Guns N' Roses podcast that was on before we came along. Yeah. And he yeah, helped us. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. he's he he interviews a lot of famous people though. He's got radio connections. That's cool. And he uh he when we first came along, he brought us on his show and helped us cool uh, acquire our following. Man, oh, we, the, the GNR yeah. community. Uh, when we started this show, the 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 outpouring we got of people supporting us and sharing our shit and bringing us on other shows and stuff like that was pretty unbelievable. Like that's cool. You, got, took, you guys want to start a Kanye podcast with me? I'd be down, man, as long as we can get Kanye. Are you a Kanye fan, Chris? I'll do. I do. I share the same birthday as him, so I mean, we're connected. Oh, well. June 8th? June 8th, yeah. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll do, I will on, only do that podcast about how great Kanye West is if Kanye West is there to talk about let's how great Kanye Let's throw out an eagle West. call. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Come on, Kanye. Let's make it happen. I would Let's love to do So I'm like, I'm the big, Chris, I'm the big Kanye West fan on the podcast, and the guys always give me shit about it, but like... I, I I'm also a musician too, man, and like you know, I play guitar, but I also like make beats, and I was I've always been a fan of Kanye the producer before oh, yeah. even a fan of Kanye the rapper, you know, uh, because <clears throat> regardless of how you feel about the dude, like he's pretty fucking good at what he does. Man. Oh yeah, oh absolutely, he's a talented musician, genius, whatever. I I feel like a lot of his like old the stuff in the media and his personality is all probably just him trying to promote his next album or some shit. That's, a lot of times that's what it I think. is. That's, that's part yeah. of what I'm a fan of, though, is the Kanye <laughs> attitude, how yeah. he carries himself. The weird I shit. I am the greatest of all mm. time. Nobody's better than me. And that attitude yeah. he has, yeah. I love that in my rock stars. I do too, man. Like, that's like, the thing, yeah. man. Like, that's it what... may not work in the office, but it works on the stage. Absolutely, man. <laughs> like, I think he's, like, probably the most entertainer, entertaining human being that has existed in this century thus far. I mean, that's the same um, reason Muhammad Ali is my favorite boxer. Yes, because you know, he talks shit and, and he saying, talks about how great that guy. he is. I know, Scott hates <laughs> Scott hates. Which one, Muhammad Ali? No, 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 no Kanye. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Um, yeah. He's no weekend. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Scott, Scott will come around eventually. I'm working on him. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm around, baby. Yeah, yeah. You got any more good songs to recommend to the? Uh, yeah, what else you got, man? You still got two um, more on that list. Yeah, I would say probably going like back to ballads. I think an underrated ballad, um, "Don't Cry." Yeah, the original one, yeah. not the alternate. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just, I thought Cry's you were going to say Old "My Michelle." Oh yeah, "Don't Cry" is emotional, man. That song gets me emotional. It's a good one. I have a I have a very sad memory attached to that that Do I've you? told Caputo about. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. 
Did we do that on the Don't Cry episode? Or? I think we did. I told that story, and it made me so sad. But Oh. Yeah. And then oh. we like, proceeded to rip on the music video. Yeah, and then we proceeded <laughs> shit all over this music video. There you go. <laughs> We're just like, what the fuck is going on? It there is a go. very what the fuck music video. <laughs> Yeah, the, the whole Illusions trilogy is just like, I don't know if it's in, even in the right order. Some people are like, no, it goes from this to that and all this stuff. I'm like, whatever. It's a good it song. No the has its moments. Listen, man, being a GNR fan my whole, well, not my whole life, but for a long chunk of my fucking life, I, it don't make no more sense when you watch them in any particular fucking order. Like, it's the strange yeah, it November doesn't. rain and don't cry. Yeah. And no matter what fucking order you watch those those music videos in, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. I think you just got to break down and read the book, which I'm not willing to do because it looks like a long-ass book. Yeah. Like, I'm a TLDR kind of guy. I don't Yeah, know. too long didn't read. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what TLDR stands for. Give me the bullet point. There's a cliff notes. Did y'all see this? There's a website. Oh, yeah. That gives you every book, just the cliff notes. Yeah. There's and a, you, there's a dude online. He'll be like, hey, three websites you need to know. And that's that's one of them that he showed me today. Yeah, you can cool. get all the important parts. They, they reduce it from a book to a like a like a blog post. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. That's yeah. cool, especially in this in today's world. Right when we don't have time to read. Right. Yeah, when Audible picks that up, I'll probably. And also, <laughs> and also in America, <laughs> somebody most... reads me the cliff notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ultra lazy motherfucker. Oh damn. <laughs> also, we're unable to read in America. Yes. Many of us. Dude, it's funny you that say is that. Stunning how how many people because you don't really realize it until you're out in the workforce. Yeah, a lot of illiterate folks, and you're training you people. When I got into, I used to train people to operate machinery. I didn't train them to operate. I would design the material the trainers would use mm-hmm. to teach people how to operate this machinery. The way if they fucked up, they could die. Yeah, and so you got to be pretty precise with your. Uh, yeah, and 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 and. No, thank you. The how many yeah, people? Yeah. High pressure job. For no, sure. thank you. How many people operate those machines every day uh, that can't read is I I never realized how many people can't read. Well, working in local radio, we had like part-time positions available and we tried to get like kids from the area, like football stars and shit to come in. And like several of them did, but they all sounded like they were reading like this. Yeah, they were terrible. None of them could fuck. Like a couple of them couldn't even read. Like what's that word? Uh, experienced. I, you know, like get the whoa. fuck out of here. I hate reading on the show because we don't do a lot of prep and we don't read the shit, and so I can memorize it one time. That's where I'm got. That's that's my bread and butter, man. I can I, I can yeah. read on the fly. If you listen to the show and hear me read on Guns and Radio, you'd think, God, this dude's fucking illiterate. <laughs> So here's some uh, some statistics about illiteracy in America. Oh. 50% of adults cannot read a book written at an eighth grade level. Damn. Oh, wow. Uh, 45 million are functionally illiterate and read below a fifth grade uh, level. Share that shit, Dave. 44% of American adults do not read a book in a year. I got it, Scotty. Should be coming up there, buddy. All right, bro. It's just hard for a book to keep my interest. It's, it's got to be a good story. Yeah, I man. get it. Like I, I, you know, I know a lot of people that I, who who I know are very smart people, and they don't read. And so, like, oh, I know that. I think I it's I think guys. it's very easy to like say to just like pin people that don't read books as like being stupid. But I don't think it's that simple. I would do a lot of autobiographies. Yeah. 
before podcasts became a thing. Now that there's podcasts, yeah. autobiographies are even obsolete. Dude, I like I very rarely read fiction. Almost all the books I read are nonfiction, and that's what yeah. I, that's why you know my buddy that we I've got the podcast with him telling his life story about it's his autobiography presented to you in the the format of 2022. Working on it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so that's something I wish more people would get into is to do their autobiography, at least podcast style. I've got a couple of people that I want to do it with. It's always better, man. Like when you, if you do listen to an audible version of a book, it's always better when the guy that writes it also narrates it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Have you heard Paul Stanley's? No, I haven't. Paul Stanley's is really good because, and I think a lot of that is the writer knows what he meant when he wrote it, so he yeah. doesn't have to guess about what inflections to use. Right? Yeah, you, yeah. it's just it's all it's going to be more genuine when the guy yeah. that wrote it read it. Yeah, here reads we it, go. You know, I know Paul Stanley's is real good. I want to get Nikki Six's, but I haven't heard anything. I'll, I'll make this bigger here so we can see it. Three out of four people on welfare in America can't read. Um, That's horrible, dude. That's a legit Why are we frightening. not helping these people? Right. That's a legit frightening statistic. Yeah. Hey, there you hey. are. Look at that. Hello. Right. Hello, we're talking about people who can't read. Look <laughs> yeah. at the mascot. Oh, there's Caputo. Well, hey, I, I, I can read it very hard. Caputo is a very, <laughs> very intelligent man. I'm they, giving him shit because he's my buddy. The answer to your question, <laughs> Dustin, is that uh, we don't spend nearly as much money on education in America as we should, and we don't pay our fucking teachers. I mean, we got this whole war on the drugs. The janitors find, make as much money as the to... teachers do. Well, and it's also like that weird, like, I'm too good for that job. Like, no one wants to dig ditches anymore or pick fruit or... I was going to be a teacher. Somebody you know, wants farm. to teach people to read. I was right? going to be an English 100%. teacher, dude. I was going to be an English teacher. Believe that. Um, System got you down. But now... I'm glad that I didn't because I would be stressed the fuck out if I right. was teaching a classroom of 30 kids. Like, I teach guitar. I get to teach one kid at a time. Three out of five American people yeah. can't read. Jesus, man. In American prisons can't read. Three out of five Amer- in American prisons can't read. That's a – that's. I mean – I, I, I'm going to tell you, man, one of the things I've noticed, like when you get out to the South and stuff like that, is a lot of that racism and shit that we're known for down there that happens only happens when people aren't educated, man. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like a yeah, lot yeah. of education could fix a lot more problems than locking people up, man. And, and I 100% agree, dude. And if we would invest in these children instead of going, well, his mom and dad's a crackhead. He ain't never going to be nothing. Yep. But that's what we do. But that's, yeah. that is if what you, we that's do. That's what we do. If you, and then the poor kid lives in the ghetto yeah. or something. And, and then like you the tell old kid, white people are looking down on him his whole life. Like, yeah. how, how do you expect, if you don't give him a chance mm-hmm. to be anything better... Yeah, if you tell him he's not going to amount to shit, then he's going to believe that he's not going to amount to shit, and, yeah, and man. it's probably gonna. It's probably what's going to happen. It right? makes it harder on life, at least. You know, yeah. man, you teach a dude to build a fire, and he's warm for a day, but you set him on fire, and he's warm for the rest, <laughs> rest of his life, of his bro. Life. Rest of his life. But the thing yep. with the teaching people shit, though, like, you know. <laughs> There's a there's a point of fucked where like you know I told you about my credit score problems in the past that I've fixed but at one time my credit score was super fucked and when it was fucked fuck it why do I care if I get another fucking credit card why do I care well, if yeah. it goes down I don't just don't pay this motherfucker yeah. if it's fucked fuck it and I and and you know like some people they get to feeling that way and that's why I think people get on drugs yeah, I like agree. crack and yeah, shit I like agree. that 
Because, I mean, if you've made them feel like life is fucked and it never gets any better than this. Yeah. Well, for a lot, it doesn't. Yeah. You know. And it doesn't because we don't put systems in place to make it happen well, for that's anybody. Be- that's I mean, because we don't give a fuck about We don't even, and, and it ain't a country. race thing either. It's, no. it's a class thing. Yeah. Like, if you're not rich and you can't afford to go to a private school with all these badass teachers, then you're going to learn well, the that, basics. that's it right there. All the good teachers work in private schools. Still, just, I, sw- I swear, man, you know, it's we're not all on the same, we're, we're all in the same storm, but we're not on the same boat, you know. Now, right. it does not help that there is some an underlying racism for people of oh, color yeah. and, and, and stuff like that. There is that that's in place that is a big disadvantage, but it's also like, I never had anybody help me anything. My whiteness never got me any fucking thing in life. Yeah, I mean, but it also never hindered you from getting anything. It, right. What it, ne- what it also never did is, ne- I never got my ass beat by the cops yeah. right like, that's I, the thing i, I understand yeah. where that there is a certain amount of privilege but i also understand where in life those things are allotted yeah and when it comes to careers and making something of myself or yourselves even it it has at least for me never got me anywhere because i get turned up for promotions all the fucking time <laughs> yeah but, i wish i did yeah but you know, if we ha- and we've got to figure out like education, how to teach these people because this fucking college shit is for well, the birds. Yeah, I mean, all it does is saddle you with debt. I mean, and then you don't learn anything. Like you, nobody, the, everybody I know that's got money, that's got a degree, don't even use their fucking degree. Yeah, yeah. I have two degrees. Don't use them. <laughs> nobody uses their degree after they fuck with getting it. How many degrees do it. you have, Joe? Joe, Chris? <laughs> oh, Chris. Uh, well, I got two diplomas and a degree. So I've been I've been in full secondary education for a long ass time. So there you go. Do you use yeah, them man. in your daily job? Your degree? Uh, the only uh, it depends. Some yeah, like I I use my radio broadcasting background for the podcast. So like if I need to edit some stuff, I can do that like with audio and everything and all yeah. that. Oh nice! Yeah. He's got a good radio voice. I was gonna say you do yeah. have a good radio voice. The few times a female has listened to our show. Oh. Uh, Every time they're like, man, can you just get him to call me and let me have a bottle of wine and just talk to me for a little while? I had a girl tell me one time, I swear to God, this is true. And just talk to She's me. like, can you give Caputo my, or no, she didn't say Caputo because she hadn't been listening that long to learn her names, but she's like, you need to give your co-host that other guy. Uh, well, I'd fuck this girl, and so it got her interested in my podcast. <laughs> I told hey, you, how man. Do you, how it, do you think we get listeners? Son of a bitch, service. man. Hide the lead, right? And yeah. she full, was full service. She was she she was listening to the podcast after because you know you had such a good night. You want a little more? You tune into the podcast. You tune yeah. Into the podcast. <laughs> so she's like, you need Cooling to get down. <laughs> You need to get, uh, and she wanted me to get Caputo to call her on the phone, and she was going to make herself, all she said was make herself a hot bath, open mm. a bottle of wine, mm. and just talk to me for mm. a couple of hours. Yeah, baby. Mm. And uh, I told Caputo about this. I don't know if we ever told this on the air or not. Did you call her? No, he had a girlfriend uh, at the time. At the time, yeah. Yeah, man, eating ain't cheating. Yeah, well, I mean, she was married when I fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, now the story comes out. There it is, right there. Hell yes. What, what is it our buddy uh, Goody says? Rings don't plug holes. Yeah, baby. <laughs> it's physics, folks. Right? I don't it's, feel good about it. Uh, well, Science. you know. 
I don't hey, brother, bad. it takes two, man. It if takes it was, two. If it wasn't me, it would be somebody, so why not me? Have you ever been in that relationship where you've like slept with somebody and found out they were with somebody, and then they broke up because of you, and it gave you that ego? Oh, dude, I slept with a married woman at her house while her husband was in the room asleep. <laughs> Have I told y'all this story? That's, That's a pretty hot. That's a, I bet that was some good oh, sex. Oh, you've heard the story, Chris. You've heard the story. I love, story. How, I, I I love how he just scoots in. So, so uh, <laughs> I went to this party one night, and I brought a girl with me, and I got shit-faced to the point I couldn't drive, and I was like, can I sleep on y'all's couch? Mm. So she's like, yeah, the bed's a, the couch is a pull-out bed. You can sleep right there. And I was like, <laughs> she's like That's the only thing pulling out tonight. So <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I pulled out. The, the party was over. Pulling it down with <laughs> the old. Sorry. Sorry. A, I, a girl I'd brought with me had long vanished i didn't know where i didn't even think about where the fuck she went till right. a couple of days later <laughs> a couple of days later it took a while for me Hell, to even think about where she room. went but she would just vanished and i thought she went home or something and so i spent the night on the couch and i was almost asleep <laughs> and she came in there and fucked me <laughs> and and uh there wasn't no wasn't a whole lot of uh which i didn't she was hot so i didn't you know <laughs> and i was drunk and i wasn't thinking I, I shouldn't have done it and then i felt bad about that for fucking years now i was in jefferson this happened i don't know it wasn't even 2010 yet and were you at mississippi state yet no there you go i was still working uh I think I was working at Family Dollar at the time. Damn. Like, this is one of the first, maybe Damn. even Hardee's. Hardee's was my first job ever. Family Dollar. and That's got to be the equivalent of uh, Dollar General down here. Yeah, we have Dollar General, or Family yeah. Dollars around here. But too. not yeah, like Dollar General. No. Oh, nobody has Dollar Dollar Generals are everywhere. It's even in the South. I'm oh, pretty man. sure there's more Dollar Generals at this point than there are Walmarts. Probably. I'm worried about the Dollar General taking over. That already well, has. They, yeah, I was going to say that's been that's been that's <laughs> been be done. Half going to be a revolution, yeah. and the Dollar General will lead it. Look, Poland. Like, they they <laughs> two years. They're <laughs> not putting up with your shit anymore. Anyway, uh, so I was in Jefferson City, and then she <laughs> reached out to me and said something to me on Facebook Messenger. We just got to chit chat, right? And something came up about it. I don't remember exactly what it was. Sounds but I like was, the I problem was, the first time. I was a little irritated that she brought it up because I kind of left because that morning I'm up and I'm hungover and he's in the floor playing with his kids and shit and I just felt so bad. Oh, man. And and I left and I just I felt guilty, so fucking guilty ever since. And I've been carrying this guilt for years. It sounds like they were okay with it. Though. Now let me finish the story. Oh, okay. oh, I'm getting to that part. <laughs> so she brought it up. She brought it up on Facebook, and I was like, "Well, I think you know good and well why I'm going to come to one of your right, parties. Right. Like, don't invite me again." And uh, she was like, "What are you talking about? Are you mad at us or something?" I was like, "No, oh, no, but it. it's just a little awkward being at y'all's house and shit, you know." Yeah, you mad at us. And then she was like, "She she couldn't figure out what I was talking about, so she just called me. She video call, she voice called me on there. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude?" And I was like, that night, was a, the, you know, and I, you know, we had to party, and then we slept together, and then, and then she goes, is that why you took the fuck off? And I was like, yeah, and I was, I was like, I felt bad. She goes, where do you think Jennifer was? And uh, I said, I, I wasn't even thinking about that at the time. I was like, oh, I'd long forget. Well, it wasn't Jennifer. It was she the girl you brought. She would have came later. <laughs> That's a whole separate story. But anyway, um, the girl I brought with me, which we weren't even dating. We was just fucking. And, 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 
It's starting to sound like this is a, a swingers convention. It turns yeah. out. It turns <laughs> out. Are you like an unofficial member? That the whole point of inviting <laughs> us was this was a swingers party. Yeah. And nobody left. <laughs> nobody. That's right. Good job, Scott. I didn't know any of the people that arrived. So when everybody left with different partners, it never rung. You, you never knew. It yeah. never clicked because I didn't know anybody there. You were and, naive. and you weren't properly briefed before you went to said I party. Was, I never knew. Yeah. yeah. And this girl had been sleeping with this couple for a while and so i was the meat that she brought to the nice. to the picnic and <laughs> the meat yeah so and she brought, brought some hogs right so then here Here's i your am spicy carnita 30 years old a married man with this ex-girl that i'd banged not even an ex just a girl i'd banged and felt bad about for all these years <laughs> and um come to find out after all this time that's that's such a sad story it was a swingers party do you know what the international symbol for swingers is don't don't tell you them, know the Scott. sad thing don't, is, i do man. know what is it upside down pineapple yeah you're right bro i just I, drew it I was like, dave just drew it he, he can draw it i just found that out like maybe six months ago about the whole upside down pineapple thing. dude i bought a shirt and went to like the florida in it and yeah. never even thought about it it's oh. got upside down pineapples and shit in it i yeah, look yeah. I, I because of the upside down pineapple and because it's become a trend and people know oh, about it's it huge now, now. Yeah. yeah now i have learned which one of my married friends are swingers and i am not surprised when i get yeah. that piece yeah, of yeah. information yeah yeah <laughs> Like it's like okay, it makes sense. So yeah. back home there was a swingers club, a bunch of bunch like a bunch of group of old farmers. You know, there was this one gal though. She was smoking hot. She was an Asian girl, and when they would come, everybody would like light up. But the dude who would always host it had a girl that was so rough, like. You had to hang a T-bone steak around her neck for the dog to play with her, you know? It wasn't like it and is in the movies, though. I, oh, like, no, it wasn't they're all orgy. Old. Everybody just came in. Yeah, they're all they're, old. They're all yeah. old. They come in. They, like, you know, will look each other up. Well, we're old Find now. out who they're doing and then jam out. There's so yeah. many people that do that, though. That it's, yeah. it's weird that it's weird because so many people participate. That To, it, to me, it's kind of weird that it's weird. To me, in yeah. this day and age monogamy is weird like being monogamous with one person like just, that's that's strange to me that's you're setting yourself up to fail it's i don't to, understand it what monogamy no, you guys are all no. married i'm i'm divorced like <laughs> i'm i'm married but i have a an alternative lifestyle i have a girlfriend on the side that i've okay. been dating for 10 years well i did not know that um, scott's girlfriend is my wife well, I'm no. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But your wife, your wife did offer to send me boob pics the other day, though. That was weird. Fuck, I didn't know about that. No, you were sitting right next to her. Oh. She was like, "Oh," I was like, I "And said here something. I brought Caputo." <laughs> I said something along the lines of, uh, "Oh, I never checked my phone," and she was like, "Well, I bet if I set my boobs out," and I was like. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah, man. yeah. Sounds about. Well, whatever you're doing, it's obviously working. So I mean, so, you who know, the fuck I mean, am I? Mine didn't work. So yeah. uh, you know, I, it's what works for you does not not necessarily no, work for percent. What yeah. works for me and and my wife and, yeah. and my whole setup, like my wife has someone too. Yeah. Now my, my I've have like my last girlfriend, my last serious girlfriend before the girl I'm dating now came along. Had told me that she was cool with that, like yeah. if I wanted to do that, yeah. several times. But it just—I don't know, like it—it—it it, it didn't feel. Just didn't. 
didn't resonate feel right. With you. I, well, yeah, it didn't feel right to me because I always felt bad like flirting with these other girls and stuff. Like, I mean, I'm I've always been a flirt. Like, me I'm too. always gonna flirt. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And that's just that's just uh, I, I ain't like I'm gonna do anything about it. I'm just well, right. Well, I mean, you yeah. could though. It's you nice could. To know oh, you I, could. I had full clearance too, but I mean, like when it would get like, I the most I would do in a relationship is. Uh, this is gonna sound mean as fuck. Gas up the tank and leave it running. <laughs> Jeez, man. <laughs> There's something though, just the chase and knowing you could. Yeah, yeah right. I yeah, it. I, I get do. that, man. And all as many, hunter. As yeah. many times as you've bought drink, think of all the times you've been out to the bar, bought a woman eight or nine drinks, and then she ain't even interested, or some other dude. And turns out her husband's the bartender or some shit like right, that. Right, right. Yeah. You know, he's been charging you extra. Yeah. And then you don't even get to take her home right. afterward and shit like that. It's like so the, then you skeet it in her drink and it's <laughs> boy meets girl, boy, boy meets girl, girl boy yeah. skeets and girls drink. Yeah. Uh-huh. Boys. <laughs> they get married, home skeet, home. I don't skeet. ever see that in my future again. But you know, who knows? Hey man, life life has a funny way. Right. Uh, the first time I got married, it just happened. Yeah, it, it happened quick. Yeah. And it just happened, like it, and nothing felt wrong the whole time. Yeah, Dude, that's what Little John sang about. And you right? know, I oh, rolled with skeet, it. Skeet, skeet, motherfucker! Nothing you know? felt out of place about this marriage or this relationship. It oh, all felt like skeet, it was going skeet, the way God it should. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I never fought it or questioned it or anything. I just let it go where it was going to go, and it got me here. Yeah, and one yeah. of my biggest things was is I wanted out of Mississippi. I hated Mississippi. I hated where I lived. Mm-hmm. I hated the not the people, but just it's what you knew. The overall yeah. culture of the area. I yeah. did not like it. I got you. And I, that. I came here, and I love it here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like it's nice here. You got Kansas City on one oh, side, yeah. St. Louis on the other. You're right in the middle. All the good concerts come through here. Yeah. yeah. And that's my main focus in life is getting to go to concerts. That's my thing. Yeah, it's a so. good thing to do, man. That's that's the beauty about Especially this show since, yeah. is Dave's the only local. Like, the rest of us are all transplants here. Yeah. And we do. We we love it here in Jeff City. Yeah, it's funny because... Only the locals hate it. You know, that's, you're right. I was going to say, like, it's the locals that hate we Jeff City. We call it Jeff City. Everyone else calls it Jeff Shitty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, go Holt to Holt Scummit. Su- I go to Holt Summit. Holt Everyone Scummit. else goes to Holt Scummit. Yeah. I do I do call it Holt Scummit. You know? yeah. Well, there definitely is a uh, scummy underbelly in Holt. In oh, Holt yeah. Summit. My first job was fixing the houses where, like, the meth lab exploded. Oh, yeah. 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 We found out, dude. My uh, So, my mom has land Love in, that meth. out in Holt Summit. And, like, we found out that the people in their property right next to us... Like they were burning fucking, they were burning fucking uh, couches and shit, and uh, and it was all to cover up the smell of the mess that the they me- were cooking. Damn, what's the shittiest yeah. job you ever had, Caputo? Uh, oh fuck, I'm trying to remember. I don't know. Scooping I don't think actual I've had that shit. Many jobs, to be honest. Yeah, he's what a reliable, dependable tonight, employee. So. Yeah. <laughs> On I'm top sorry. of being a lady killer, I'm and- sorry, bro. A Save some genius. pussy for the rest of us, man. I know, right? Jesus. You can't compete. Right. <laughs> and then he's got that fucking radio voice yeah, where chicks would just talking. pay just to talk to him. Right. And yeah. I talk like this. He just talks and girls impregnate. <laughs> I've been in this woman's body before, and now she's telling me about Caputo's voice. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? You don't want nothing in this dick? <laughs> well, trying- I think it's time we set up the guns and radio hotline, then. Right. It's, yeah. Charge What's the em- number, folks? Tell us. 
I don't know. We don't have a phone number. What oh, is the number? Mind. What is the number, Dave? 1-800-696-9420, maybe? Or? No, oh, Dave, sounds about right. Dave, shoot us that phone number where they can leave a sexy voicemail. Oh, them. oh, for us? 573-246-0779. Call there us on go. the listener line, folks. Also, while we're here... It might as well. Call us and tell us, where's the scariest place on Earth? What's scary to you? What, what makes, is scary yeah. to you? Because if you call us... And you let us know that. And you let us know that. You might just be the lucky person who wins four free tickets to the ghost tour from our friends at Jefferson City Paranormal Society. Absolutely. And if you're not here local, we have swag that we could send your way. Yeah, we'll hook you up. Because that's a part of it. You get plenty of swag. I yeah. mean, like a boatload of swag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a really cool contest. Yeah, it's, they, it's a good one. Please. Deadline yeah. is August 31st. So call the listener line and get your tell us your scary story to enter. That's all you got to do is just yeah. tell us a scary story. Just let us know about it. No What's purchase number again, necessary. Dave? No purchase. 573-246-0779. All right, fellas. I think we're about at the end of the night. Is Boys, that about right? it's been a fun Is it time one? for After Hours? Yeah, pretty much. Ooh, ooh. Oh, because yeah. After Hours is going to get weird, day. It's going to get nasty. Look at them, they're all like, ooh. That's, uh. that's the part of the night when we take our tops off. Uh, I'm going to get naked. Dave's going to pee. Yeah, baby. The Guns and Radio invasion is happening. It's, it's coming starting up. right yeah. now. Yeah, baby. Do a little crossover tonight. Yes. Man. Nice. We're spreading the love. After Hours is going on here in just a little bit. You can go to patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast again for five bucks you can get content like what's coming up next so if you're a if you're a clubhouse member you get to see it if yeah. not head on over to patreon.com slash the old 77 podcast hey thanks for listening folks it's been a good one man sure has caputo thanks for joining us brother Ooh, thank you guys for having me man it's been a pleasure you're the you're second a caputo. Lot of fun, a lot of laughs so weird, right? He's the second Caputo second we've had we've on had. the show. It's so weird. It's the only one I've ever met in real life. Right, and I called him Joe earlier because Joe Caputo is... <laughs> I knew I knew as soon he's, as you called him Joe, I was you like, were oh, thinking about the no, other Caputo right. that we know. Yeah. And he's That's our his ma- dad. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> we all related. Who knows? I don't figure that out. <laughs> well, he's in Pennsylvania, man. Wouldn't that it be some be. shit? That would be weird. Maybe. Long the odds, the odds are not as bad as you think. Long lost cousin and shit. Let's do it. All right, folks. See ya. We'll see you next time. For a transcript of the Old 77 Podcast, write down everything the boys say.